Are you curious? So are we. Are you funny? Well, we might be too. So why don't you get on in here, pull up a beverage, take a sip of a chair. This is Empathy and Imagination. Thanks for joining us. My name is Aubrey Cloutier. And I am Drew Clark. I would like to acknowledge you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the podcast for Empathy and Imagination. Of course, if you want to contribute to this show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash empathy and imagination, or you can just go to YouTube, throw us a comment, thumbs up. This podcast is brought to you by ClarkPoolSpa.com. Any of your pool or spa needs in the Contra Costa County, go to ClarkPoolSpa.com. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Zeist Digital. Zeist Digital deals with all of your computer, networking, and technology needs. Z-I-C-E-D.net. Z-I-C-E-D. Dot net. We'll be graduating to a dot com domain soon. Yes. Cool. That won't be as chintzy. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. We have a special guest today. Hello. Hello. Would you? Intru- hey, this is <laughs> Ashley, everybody. Welcome. Ashley, welcome to the show. To the show. Yeah. Hi, my name is Ashley Jane Thomas from Oklahoma, and happy to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Let's uh, let's do Great. the check in. Aubrey, would you check-in. start us off? Let's check in. Uh, I just, uh, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, we have not done this. Uh, there was, you were out of town for East, well, yeah, there was yeah. Easter. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, some other thing happening. Um, I went to yeah, Boston, we both, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been like a month or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the audience <gasps> has been wondering what's going on with us. Yeah. All, all two of our <laughs> fans are probably scratching their heads. Yeah. So I was in Boston for a week. Um, I was specifically in Massachusetts, which is the capital of Boston, and it was—I had mixed feelings about it. As you know, uh, my stepdad is in ill health, <coughs> so that was tough. But it was good to see <coughs> the family, and. Uh, I didn't bring any cough drops back. Do sorry, you have a sorry. big family? Not a big family. It's a small, modest, waspy family. Uh, my brother, his wife, my nephew, my mom, dad. So uh, it was good to see them, see friends, hang out with buddies, old friends. Uh, it was tough to see my stepdad Yeah. because I thought I was in the wrong hotel room at first. <laughs> in the wrong... Uh, well, I was in a hotel, and I was like, I should be at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. in the wrong place. Um, I thought I was in the wrong uh, hospital room wow. when I walked in, because he was so shrunken and mm. fucked yeah. up. Um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. But um, I have to ask this. Did you pack the cod in the Harvard Yard? I packed the cod in the Harvard Yard, <laughs> uh, went to Medford, um, <laughs> you know, did all that stuff. Okay. I've never been saw to Boston. S- you know, I saw a fucking went down to Shaw's parking lot uh, <laughs> with a white Corsica <laughs> and met uh, met Sully. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I've All never that. been to Boston. Um, I actually dated a guy from Boston. Um, shout out, you piece of shit from Boston. Um, no, he he and I still talk. Um, his name was Sean. Um, was it Sean? Oh, no, Sean Egerton. Sean Egerton, but spelled Egerton. Huh. Anyway, but um, yeah. So 
I've always wanted to go to Boston. One of the only it's got a lot of charm. There's a lot of charm in Boston and a lot of history. Yes. A lot of colonial houses, a lot of brickwork. I want to see the it's square where the Boston Massacre happened. One of the, like, what, yeah. the, the circle? Is it the circle in the, in the, the square? Uh, commons? Boston uh, Commons? Uh, wherever the first, the, where the kids were throwing you know, snowballs at the, at the Confederate, uh, oh. sorry, not the Confederate soldiers, but at the um, British soldiers, and then they were putting rocks in the snowballs, and then the Brits opened fire, and that was... I'm not. Am I making this up or does it happen? Cool. Like, sounds good. Sounds fun. <laughs> it sounds exciting. But <laughs> if it didn't happen, we should probably do it because it sounds fun. And yeah. just just a little bit more history about it. The first um, black American was murdered in that in that like I think it was like five or six kids were killed when with the snowball incident. Hmm. As you guys know, snowballs can be deadly. They can be. Yeah. They can yeah. be. Well, the best murder weapon is is an icicle, right? Yes. Because the evidence evaporates. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, went to Boston, checked in. That was cool. Um, playing a lot of music. We played a show last night. No, two nights ago, we and did. we're playing another show tonight. Correct, tonight with the metal, heavy metal, doom and gloom, spooky metal band. Also, heading into the studio with another band in May, early May. Cool. You got dates Getting on there. Juiced up for that. Uh, May eighth and ninth. It's like a Monday and Tuesday, so it's pretty cool to take time off work to go into the studio. That feels like that's like next level. Feels cool. Feels cool. You feel cool when you get to like take time off work to to go do like hobby. It's more than a hobby though, but um, so that's fun. I haven't been in a recording studio in a while doing recording, so that should be pretty exciting. Uh, What else? I think those are the main things. Cool. Right on. I'll consider myself checked in. Okay, thank you. I'll go next. Some of you know I've been like nursing some injuries. Um, I, right at before our hiatus in the podcast, I shared that I had uh, hurt my uh, anal muscle. Something, one of those, there's like two straps that go around um, your buttle down in the favorite parts the end there and they <coughs> open and close dildo, the dildo parts, straps the squeezy, squeezy yeah parts. the straps they wrap around and i hurt one of those pooping way too hard i don't know what i was thinking but i didn't yet have own a squatty potty and i'm i'm a heavy pooper i can be you know and uh, do we need to have like a poop intervention well i i've already gave myself one I, I kinda, in the form of the squatty potty i yes. kind of want to ask you like are you a long lost Tom Jim that's been lost? Because this is something that we discussed at the dinner table in my house. Oh wow, <laughs> that's cool. I'm happy to hear that. I, I yeah, maybe. I mean, it could be. That's not, so like, I hurt my hurt my buttle, and uh, I it, it was it was hurting so that I could I couldn't stand up straight. Ooh. So I'm like wow. I'm doing the pools, doing the pool business like a cave person, like kind of dragging my knuckles, leaning over, going, oh, my ass hurts," you know, just like it was. It was did rough. you like? Did you dip your butt into the pool and there's like steam coming off like a cartoon? I could have, I could have, man. Yeah. As soon as I squeeze and <laughs> shout out to Care by Design. This is a brand. Shout out to Care by Design CBD spray. I would huh. like I sprayed like four mm-hmm. sprays and almost instantly I stood up and went. 
Did you spray on the affected zone, or I could have actually thought about that. I thought about pulling <laughs> That's what my I pants thought. down. You, you were no. like, yeah, I had some no. spray, like just right in there. But I'd be if I farted too hard, I might lose it. So I didn't want to do that. Because I mean, it's super. Uh, I mean, there's tons of nerves right near the surface, so it'd probably yeah. take effect immediately. So, so the squatty so potty fixed all this. So it did. So huh. I, I'm, I'm better now. I'm mostly healed. And today, for the very first time since the injury, I went for a bike ride. Ah. That felt so good. I rode up to the top of, um, to the car, the coming Skyway. What's okay. That road yeah, up there? that's yeah. far. Whoa, that, that's really far. It's it's like two miles, but it's really steep. Okay, Th- that's what go, I mean by really far. Yeah, you go any, down a yeah. canyon, then back up it, and then down and then back up it. That's how you have to ride that. Were there any taint complaints that you filed? No. I was did, okay. Did oh. you sit down or were you pedaling like mostly sitting? I was mostly okay. sitting, but I, I I did stand up to pedal some of the times, and I was pretty nervous about it hurting, but it didn't. What was hurting <laughs> was my legs, of course, because I hadn't done it in like a month. Because you felt mm. them burn. It was burning, mm. and so I it was both harder than I thought it was going to be, and my heart was like, <laughs> "You still want to go?" And and That's my good. legs were burning, and I was like, "Oh, good, I need this. Good." I felt like. I was getting beaten up by myself, but it was good. It's a good feeling. So yeah, I have that good feeling going. Cool. I, all right. Cool. My, uh, what else okay. is going on here? You, could you? Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. You're doing great. <laughs> so what else is going on in my check-in? Yeah. So we did the cool show. I got a lot of accolade. I felt really seen, in the way that when we were um, after playing the show, people liked it. I got that impression. I felt um, really good for people to go. Man, you're. Being being a bass being yeah. a bass player, I don't get a lot of uh, people coming up to me after the show. But bass players should get more fine. recognition. But you in the guest speakers, you're a lead instrument. I think tonight it might up the showmanship a bit. Yeah, that sounds good. So we have a show tonight. So I we're doing all these shows. It's you know, fucking cool. Yeah. Where this are you guys performing at? We're gonna play tonight at the Red Hat, Red Hat. in Concord, about ten o'clock tonight. Ooh. Yeah. So riding here, super steep, feels good. Butt still hurts. Foot still injured. I'm still limping every day. I still, <laughs> my tendons are messed up. That's been going on for a while. Too long. So I need to go back to the doctor or something. And that um, degraded on me to such a degree that when both of these injuries, when they hit me in the same day, the morning after I hurt my pooter, I actually came to tears. And I was like, I had the fear of death <laughs> in me for yes, a moment. Yes. I had the fear of death. Never felt I just, it. I just was like, I could, my asshole, everything about my asshole hurts so, so, so much. And it's like, you don't want that to hurt. There's a, that's what she said joke there, but I'm not going to do it. You know, I, I just. That's makes, what she said. Make, it I makes, thank you. It in a subtle way. It makes me just be so fucking grateful when my asshole works. Just whatever the wind is. Or it's the however, little things in life. Yeah, like whatever, how late the, was that, does your asshole hurt when you shit? No, fucking, you're great, man. You're great. You know, I as I get older, it is it is those little things that are the greatest. Like I th- I could see myself at like 90 just I mean food is like w- it's one of the greatest fucking pleasures in life. And Absolutely. and like you said going to the bathroom. Yep. Take it for granted, you do fucking it every day. Take it for granted. But when you really are in the moment, you're like, "Wow, this is this feels great." Yeah. Yeah. Fuck cool. yeah. So the, the cycling didn't hurt my foot. It doesn't uh, hurt my foot. I'm not using those muscles on the bike, but running hurts like a motherfucker. I totally can't jog at all. Huh. 
So I gotta we, I gotta get Fuck. on the bike. Yeah, I I get to get you on need, the bike now. Well, you need one of those uh, stairmaster bike combos. You know those things? They're Where you're yeah, standing they're, up doing yeah. the stairmaster, and it but it wheels and oh, you yeah. look like a super dork. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's very embarrassing. It's a bear. It's an embarrassing appearance. Um, okay, so final check-in yeah. part is that you remember that thing that was wrong with my eye before. You need to fill me in. I don't know yeah. anything about what's wrong with your eye. So, a couple months ago, I got this rainbow darkened circle in the middle of the view oh, of my right, left eye. Right, right. Like it's the back. halo, like around your uh-huh. vision. Okay. I went to the eye doctor, and they did all the tests, and they're like, "You have too much stress in your life." That's what they said. Last time, right? Didn't you? Yeah. Well, th- that's the only time I went to the doctor. It's come oh, back okay. yesterday. Okay. Too much stress. Too much stress. I've, I realized with the injury, not being able to exercise and like owning a business and then, mm. you know, I, just, I wasn't doing any self-care. It wasn't happening. Maybe you should have sex with your wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trust can, me, I do. Can, can I just ask one more thing? You see what? What's what? wrong with you? I just want to see her one more time. You so I, I in my left, if I go people. like this with my left eye open, looking at, at uh, especially if I look like something dark, it's easier to see. Okay. There's a very faint circular rainbow in the middle of my vision. Okay. Huh. And it's caused by, um, uh, what's the that hormone in the stomach? It's uh, that uh, melatonin. No, it's bile. Cortisol. Cortisol. Okay. Is that it? The stress, stress hormone. That sounds right. That caused. That's like it, what's in my eye. It kind of also huh. sounds like an like an optical um, migraine. Have you ever heard of that? No. I have those. Okay. I've heard. I, well, what I have is I have. I get like this jagged, like this, like a light bulb filament, like a jagged line. Yeah, yeah. And it slowly expands and then dissipates. Okay. Oh, I yeah, have yeah, those yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And I heard it was my mom was like, oh, that's not that's an aura headache or yeah. an optical headache. But I think it, I've also heard that it's a blood clot. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe so you know more about so this than I do. So um, I had to switch the birth control I was on. I used to be on the NuvaRing. Shout out NuvaRing. Yeah. You're great. But um, so I went to Planned Parenthood and they're like, um, they're asking me if you see orbs. And I'm like, yeah, all the time. Like every time I'm in the sunlight, I see some like weird little like, I call it looks like DNA. Every time I go to Burning Like a little strand, yeah. like a strand of DNA in my vision sure. like all the time. Now I've worn glasses since I was in the second grade. Like my vision is. Would you a little closer shape. to the mic here? I want to hear you. Just right up on that. A little bit. Get there's all weird. The way up on there. Thank okay. You. So my vision. There's always been weird stuff going on with my vision since I was a young kid. So, so then they're like, "Well, you, we have to change your birth control. We have to give you the implant or the IUD." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "No." And so I end up getting the implant What's the in my implant? arm. It's like the implant in your arm. It's just hormones. It's it's a low dose hormone. And it's good Whoa. for four years. Wow. Which is awesome because hormone from the arm. So 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 the cool thing about it was that um I was like, Well, Obama just got elected. So this was the day after the election. So everyone was in this like alternate reality, like we're all ready for the joke to be over. Kind of like, haha, just kidding. But um so then I was like, Obama's in, in office. I don't I can't afford to come to get condoms every time I need condoms. So I was like, fuck it, give me the implant. You know, of course, I still use condoms every time, every time I use condoms. But but just, I didn't want to have to worry about my new rings. You know, it's only good for three weeks, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You can leave it in for another fourth week and then just kind of wait for the surprise of your period. But I don't suggest that. You want it to be like clockwork. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. No, that caused your eye to see stuff. You saw like. So they, I've always seen the orbs and they're like, oh, well, that leaves you at a higher risk for blood clots. So you have to switch. I couldn't take pills. I couldn't um, do the new ring. I couldn't do. There's some other options in there, but they're like, I couldn't do any of that because. Because that would put me at a higher risk for blood clots. And they run in my family. So, getting back to your... Um, I also went to an eye doctor one time and I described, like, I also see, like, a dark spot in my vision on my left side. All, same left side. And she says it's an optical migraine. And I don't feel pain or anything. You don't I just feel a like, headache. I don't feel anything. I'm just like, God, what's going to go away? Like, it's hard to read. Mm-hmm. It's like a hard... It's, it's a little a, bit harder to read. It's kind of like... Um, you remember in Disney when they would have, like, a little dot over, like... Oh, like yeah. a sing-along. The bouncing ball, yeah. It was like that. It's, it's like a bouncy ball, so you kind of have to look a little bit above the line you're reading. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what, what happens to me, too. <laughs> I don't get the black dot, but I do get the shimmery dissipation. All right. Well, let me just say uh, there's – um, I have actually other news, too. Yeah, yeah. For the check-in. We're still on your check-in. Yeah. We're still on your check-in. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. We, it's tangents are – that's part of it. So yeah. other news – I brewed cool beer last night, and I'm excited about that. That's going to be a fun, like, um, darker blonde ale, a little extra hopped. going to be pretty good. Pretty excited about that. And then the biggest news of all. Wish I had a bum, bum, bum. Yeah, we need some sound effect. Ready? You got one? No, you, I need one for, I need it from you. Dun, there dun, dun. Yeah, that was a good one. I am going to be a father. It is official. Congratulations, my friend. Yes. Thank you. Does uh, Rebecca know? She knows. <laughs> she knows. The very first, um, we she, we did it a uh, what do you call the? So you look inside the tummy with uh, with lights. Ultrasound. Ultrasound. This one was internal. She didn't know that until it was like one inch from her. You know. Oh. <laughs> she thought she was gonna you know hold something over yeah. the belly. No, it went. All the way oh, in there. Oh, yeah. Th- those are the s- yes. Those are the ones that every pregnant woman says, "I don't want that one." Yeah. Well, <laughs> why do they have to do that one just because it's so early? It looks so like a dildo. Early, it looks so like early. a large dildo. It with is. A thingy. It's basically a light dildo. How long has it been since you've known? I have known a couple of weeks now. Okay. And uh, I've told m- all you know close family and friends and stuff like that. I'm sort of like slowly telling you know mm-hmm. the rest of the world. Slowly boosting your post. I didn't Facebook it yet. I'm not. I I don't know. I don't think maybe I won't till later or something. And it's not really. I don't know. It's not the place for that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like not a clean place. But uh, <laughs> it's so a filthy hole. So yeah. So I'm all the feelings around that. But I think I just want to drop that bomb, hit the ding on my check in, and then go into you and have let you check in. See, like, what are you feeling? What's going on with you? What's up? Well. well First off, I want to say congratulations. Thank you. Thank and you. best wishes. Yeah. And um, I look know, forward to you let meeting me know, Rebecca. I look forward to meeting Rebecca as well. That's your... your That's your, my wife. Okay. I'm about to say, is that your future child? We're already for sure it's a girl. <laughs> no. We don't know yet. We have a girl name picked out if it is a girl. Wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet your, your wife and I'm excited to see how this all plays out. Nice. I'm very cool. excited for you guys. Excited, the cycle well, of life. Yeah. Once again, I'm Ashley Tomagen from Oklahoma. Um, I live in Crockett. I Good move. Um, 
I used to be an educator. I'm not doing that right now. I may do that in the future. I don't know. We'll see after this podcast and after the background check, guys. Right. Cool. That's cool. Um, I just want to say this about being a teacher. I'm surprised that they let me be a teacher. I'm surprised that they were like, yeah, you're good to go. And then I'm surprised I was a teacher for as long as I was. Really? I what? was a substitute teacher. I'll just put that out there. For four and a half, almost five years in okay. the West Contra Costa area. A wonderful place to work. A wonderful place to work. Wonderful district to work at. Fantastic. And that's cool. what I'm going to say, but I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> How about your check-in? Like, how's it going today? Yeah. today. Past few in days. Li- yeah, today. Okay. Well, like, sort of recent history. My, okay, I'm, I'm having issues with my internet here in Crockett, or it's just my inability to figure out the gnomes inside the computer that make the internet work. Yes. Um, You were kind enough to help me with that. Hopefully it'll work. Um, How does it feel to have your internet be messed up? Have you ever like tied your left hand behind your back, even though you're right-handed, and realized like you still need it? It's kind of mm-hmm. like that. Hmm. Okay. It's funny. There was a time when we didn't have it, so we didn't know that we didn't need it. Yeah. Now we definitely <laughs> do. <laughs> now we need it. Yeah. So it's digital water. And mind you, I have a comp- I have a laptop, a MacBook that is a 2010, and that has been my go-to. Like I've been living on the. It's it's ancient. It goes to dinosaur. You know, as long as it works, I mean, yeah. it's in good working condition. Yeah, I have one that's very similar to the one you have, and uh, it's a complete piece of shit. So it yeah, broke and on de- our decayed. We have one too, and it died. Also, blew up. So continuing with my check-in, I'm going to be going up to um, Fruitvale. Up to um, shout out to Bigfoot um, Electronics on MacArthur. Yeah, yeah. good. They cool. are fixing. They fixed my computer. It's ready. It's it's three hundred dollars, which I can afford. Nice. But it, this is my um, another gift from my sister, my sister Katie, Catherine. Sorry, Catherine is her name, not Katie. <laughs> um, Katie, I way can't off believe she that. just said that. Catherine, um, she gave me her other MacBook Air, so it's like it's like what this right here it looks just like this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my little pro here. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to get that from Bigfoot. I'm going to get that, and then I'll have another laptop that can hopefully can just you know match the internet. What do you do easily. on the laptop? Yeah. Like, what's your game? My game. Or what do you spend time doing on your laptop? Okay, my game is, it's like Taipei. It's like a Taipei game. And then I like the one where, I don't know what the fuck it's called, where like you match the little circle. It's kind of like the plumber game. Like you put the pipes in and Uh then you let the water. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that, but it's little swirlies and little stuff like that. I'm I'm into puzzle games. And like, um, like the highlights. You remember those games like highlights? Do you know highlights? The magazine? The Your magazine. Yeah, yeah. Right Games now. like those. Yeah. What do we call those? Search and find. Search. The hidden. The hidden search objects. And find. The hidden objects. Games. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, those are my things. I'm, I'm really okay. those. Okay, right on. Cool. That's cool. Right on. Well, let me ask. So you said you were from O'Shmanigan, Wisconsin. No, no, okay. no I'm from Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. City. I'm uh, from. I've been there uh, actually many times. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Can you, <laughs> I, I want to hear a little bit of your story about you arriving into Crockett. How did you arrive at Crockett? Um, I moved here with an ex-boyfriend. and that Currently, ex- was he an ex when you moved with him? N- no, no, we were <laughs> together at the time. Um, hey, you want to break up before we get on this flight? Yeah, sure. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he had moved out by 2016. Um, shit didn't work out. And so, um, let's see. I came to Crockett then. 
um, in 2015, he and I moved in together, and then he moved out. Um, I moved to California. Where'd you meet him? Plenty Oklahoma of City. fish. I met him on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> in Oklahoma City? No, I met him in, in Hercules. Okay. At a Starbucks. From Plenty of Fish. And From you moved out fish. here for him? Is no, no, God, no. Hey, I'm back up again. I'm just trying to back understand the story. Just trying so to get the timeline okay. here. Yeah. Okay. You're in Oklahoma. Okay, I was born and raised in Oklahoma, military brat. My father wor- was in the Air Force. My mother was a nurse. My mother was Amer- was the um, American Nurses Association president um, until oh. about uh, 2008. My mother is queen of the nurses. She won't say that. She doesn't like that term, but that's what I dubbed her. That's okay. cool. Yeah. So Oklahoma until what year? 2012. My mother got a job at John Muir where she was like running. Oh, okay. My my mom was very well known at John Muir. Um, she retired um, in 2016. And my dad um, is very churchy. He he was a bookkeeper for the, for seven Catholic churches in Oklahoma. And now he kind of is really involved in the um, Knights of Columbus. So I moved here um, after I graduated from college in 2011. My mom had already been here for about a year and my dad was like selling the house and my my oldest sister was selling her house, and we were all moving out here. My middle sister was already living in um, the Bay Area. Mm. So, so yeah, so my parents are from Fresno. So they were Californian and then moved to Oklahoma, raised their family, raised a bunch of Okies, and then now we're, we're living in California. It's very much a Steinbeck, Okies moving into California kind of story. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. And now you're in Crockett. And now yeah. I'm in Crockett, yeah. which okay. is a beautiful. It's it feels like Oklahoma here sometimes, depending on the the night you go into Toots Tavern. You don't sound like you lived in Oklahoma a lot. It, it comes out. I say y'all. Mm-hmm. I say y'all, and it, the draw comes out it, when if there's a country song on, you can hear it once in a while. See, my parents worked very hard to make sure that I did not have a draw. My parents really. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Why? Well, my parents wanted us to sound. Can you pull it out? Can you give it? Oh, I mean, I'm not. Doing now, it y'all right. don't understand. A southern girl does not show up empty-handed. Now, Ooh, is that the okay, Okie okay. sound? That's like the Okie, yeah. Um, you know, God bless America. Yeah. All the different it dialects. Is. I love if it. If I'm it's around, if I'm like around people that have the accent, I'll pick it up. I pack, pick yeah. up accents, and it's it's not genuine at all. Like I just it starts making, and then I can't stop. Yeah, I do that too. Like with Boston, yeah. People. My favorite one is doing an Irish accent. I annoy. Oh, you like to do the Irish, do you? <laughs> I do like the Irish. Well, you like to do that. It's a bit. You know, it's breathy, and you got to have See? your certain tones in a few ways, and you can you spur- guys conform your sentences. You guys would fit right in in Boston. Oh, I could do an Irish accent pretty well. I've practiced weirdly for strange reasons. Continue. You can't, I mean, you can't turn a corner without seeing a shamrock. Now you didn't say that the dog was Catholic, did you? Huh. Good crack. That's my favorite Irish joke ever. So, um, I love living in Crockett. It's my favorite place to live, I have to say. I haven't nice. lived a lot of places, okay. But um I'm from Moore, Oklahoma, actually. I went to Westmore. Okay. And the history of Westmore was the, um, the May third tornado hit, and my sister Catherine was in the was in Westmore when it hit, and um, everybody that's like a millennial has a May third story. It's kind of like JFK. Like you know, everyone's like, "Where were you? Were you on the highway? Were you on mm. I thirty five? Like, uh, like thirty two people like the died." Oklahoma's nine eleven. 
Well, no, our 9-11 is actually the Murrah Building bombing. Oh, right. Which right, right, right. happened when I was in the third grade. Yeah. Ah, so I grew right. up with a very strange time Explosions in Oklahoma. And, and then, you know, the term going postal is from Edmond, Oklahoma. Mm. Oh, I didn't so know that. So th- there's, I have to say this. I, I think when whenever you exit, you know, um, like the the, na- the Trail of Tears and, you know, like the Native Americans, like it's kind of cursed land in a way. Hmm. And and the, you know you the, feel it. Um, you know when you're when you're on the um in the ghetto parts of Oklahoma and you see shit boarded up, you you do. Yeah. You feel the hopelessness in Oklahoma. There is parts of it that does feel that way. Mm. So that's Ho- interesting. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Mm. But you know wow. the Oklahoma strong. Like it, it is some of the nicest people. Some of the most courteous drivers. Some of the most accidents happen in Oklahoma. Some people are like, no, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Like, just like, and then you got someone going through like, y'all need to make a decision because I'm leaving. Like, okay, right. it's 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 one of those situations. Yeah. What as a um, as a child in Oklahoma, what did you love? What were you good at? What was I good at? Mm-hmm. Mm, see, I was I was the weird kid. I did not like hunting. I did not like football. Huh. I I was I was good at I was good at you know annoying the shit out of my teachers and correcting their history because <coughs> Oklahoma was very anti-Catholic I feel like where I was raised to think it was anti-Catholic, mm-hmm. um, and I had a lot of kids I was really good at um defending my religion that's what I was really good at I had little girls come up to me are you saved by Jesus um I go to mass every Sunday you know and like did you did you recognize Jesus as your savior um. Mm. I, I go to church every Sunday. I don't know how else to answer this question. Like, like have I taken just say yes? I'm yeah. five. I'm five. I, like, have you have you been to confession? So then, like, there's you know rituals that I've been exposed to that they haven't, and then it's like you're like the exorcist. You're gonna go to hell, and just kind of mm. like the Whoa. thing the 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 thing about Oklahoma is if you have a different way of thinking, they want to convert you. Right. Like here, mm. there's this niceness of like, I don't agree with you, but I want to hear your point of view and yeah. I'll let you speak until you're done. And then if you feel like hearing mine, that's great. If not, we can, you know, there's like a politeness of exchange of ideas. Wait, you're in California. Yes. Here. Okay. Just here. making sure. Here. No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying everybody in California is like, there's some the assholes you just can't talk to about anything. But there's sure, more no matter where listeners yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Agreed. There are more listeners here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on. So yeah, Crockett, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say when I lived in Boston, <coughs> I was in mass every day. Mm-hmm. Big At mass every, like, uh. w- now were you there for the free wine or? I just I just meant Massachusetts. Oh, mass. Ah. That was the badoomch. That was the silent badoomch. I think we need the sound. Right. <laughs> I was hoping the audience could figure that one out. They've that did. <laughs> <I'm sure laughs> they they did. did. What were you gonna say? Um. So I I saw you at an open mic doing two really cool things, <coughs> and I was really impressed. And uh, I remember one of the things was telling funny jokes, and the other thing was singing crazy technical opera. Thank you very much. Yes, um, I did do those things. W- when did you? When did your comedy career start? Um, I feel like my comedy career started as being the youngest in my family. And just kind of making strange observations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
I've always wanted to be a comedian ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. Since I've been obsessed with Bette Midler and her little bits. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, what the material came from was really um, being a uh, being a substitute teacher. And oh, you have like kid jokes. Um, I, I, I don't. No, not, uh, kids. not no, 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 kid. no, not kids. Not kid jokes for kids. I mean jokes about kids. Where, where kids are the butt of the joke. Do you have those? Jokes? <laughs> sure. You want to hear one? You, I, yeah. I think there's the one you're, you're trying to get at. Okay. So, you know, when you guys are, um, you know, okay, wait, wait. About teacher as a teacher joke? Because I, yeah. I, I just have funny stories. I don't have jokes per uh, se. I'm, I'm just curious about a time when a kid sucked. <sighs> Well, that's that's most of the time. I I tend to. Oh, mic check. Hello. Need to talk priest for that. Come on. Are we good? Check. Check test. Thank you. All right. Let's see. Um, yeah, I've I've had okay. I've had I've had a student ring a bell at me because she needed help with something. I've had I've had. Did she have like a private bell that she carried around? It was attached to like her keychain, and she oh, okay. took it off. Like she started ringing, and then she took it off, and then she was like, "Ding, ding, 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 ding." Um, um, Miss, Miss. Wow. She was snapping at me. So obnoxious. Yeah, and so like, like you know, twenty minutes after she did all that, the principal walked in, and he's like, "How's it going?" And I was like, "Well, this 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 young lady here is ringing a bell at me, expecting me to help her with algebra. Now I'm not the best at algebra, but I'm not gonna help anyone that rings bells at me." And then I was like, and I just want to say, if I did this to anybody here at the school, it would be racist. And he just kind of was like, that's right. You're right. It would be. And I was just like, I'm not trying to throw that out there, but I just feel a certain kind of way about it. Like, uh-huh. I would never mm. expect anyone to help me with anything and ring a bell at them yeah. unless that's you're like at the counter. Unless you're at a counter and it says, please ring it's bell demeaning. for help. Right. <laughs> unless there's a sign that says yeah. ring bell. If you unless see a big bell. Unless you're in a bell store. <laughs> right. And or uh, and if you're a mariachi who is the salesperson. <laughs> Exactly. So there's all kinds of bells going on. And you walk into a monastery, there's a big bell, hit that thing. Yeah. yeah. Also, okay. when you go to Burning Man, there's a giant bell, hit that fucking bell. Is there always a giant bell? Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I've never been to Burning Man, so. Well, I experience. strongly suggest you go at least once. Okay. It's a, it's up there with the Rainbow Gathering. You guys heard of that? Right. right. And there's like a, I heard there's a uh, Burning Man Israel. Mm-hmm. It's like a smaller. Ooh. They're all over the it's world. It's almost like you can go back in time. To a version of Burning Man that's smaller, Another depending on where you yeah. go. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to be digital and all that right, shit. Right, right, true. Just in terms wow. of the size. But the size, though, it's seventy thousand or eight, almost eighty thousand people now. Wow. Yeah, I've heard the Israel one is pretty cool because it's that smaller. That sounds. Well, just that you're probably next to some ruins. Like, how amazing would that be? Projecting? That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I would love to be in like a some kind of feature-rich environment, you know, or mm-hmm. or even just a plane. I want to see that grass. Indiana Jones. Which one? That Indiana Jones. Where he goes to Burning Man. Where he goes to Burning Man. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> He's like, like stealing relics from uh, other people's camps. <laughs> he gets like wasted too. He would totally get yeah. wasted and like confused and get on an art car and he like but puts then, on a weird outfit and they spray paint him. But the best part him. about yeah. it would be guys that it's the Israelis that are going to be like the... the <laughs> like the the, the oh, ones that are like trying to shut down the Burning Man and no you cannot like dance next to these ruins and no you cannot take a rock home with you like yeah <laughs> you just gotta find a space where people are okay with it that's why when it happens in Nevada they rent this whole lake bed yeah it's awesome and then yeah. just you just you got some space you know 
It's pretty crazy. It's hard to describe because there's so much stimulation. Wow. In yes. in an environment where there's absolutely zero stimulation. It's just there's it's just nothing yeah. around for miles. There's like and there's then suddenly rocks. suddenly there's just tons of people there. It's a desert. 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 Yeah. It's, it's dust. There's no sand. It's just dust. Dust. <laughs> and if it gets wet, it immediately becomes a slip and slide. Really? Uh-huh. So mm. you can't pour water on the ground. I've never partied in the desert like that. It's crazy it's awesome. Crazy. Wow. House music never stops. It stops for maybe a couple hours. Maybe. At certain you districts. both are kind of looking really exhausted thinking about it right now. Like you're it's, like, there's a lot of hard work. Stuff. It occupies a it lot of mental stops. space. To yeah. Think about it. You're tripping the whole time you're there. <laughs> even if you're completely sober. Yeah, even yeah. if you're totally sober. Like you run into people that you're like, I was supposed to meet you. Yeah. It sounds like a very spiritual experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So, how right did we on. get on that? I don't know. Um, we were talking about, talk about substitute teaching. Substitute yeah. teaching. Yeah. So you were you were teaching kids, and then you were like, "F this in the A. I got to get the F out of here." No, it was more like I needed to resign. Can you talk about your resignation, or, no. or should we? No, okay, we're not. We, we, <laughs> need, we, need, to, we need to. We need to go back. So we'll just skip that. Pending. Talk it right over. No problem at all. Cool. We could pretend like there's an audio glitch. Oh, and we're oh, back. Hey, welcome back hey. to the show. Okay, I don't hey, know what happened hey guys, there. Yeah. So, okay, now can you <laughs> tell can you tell us a little bit about you being a singer and oh. how that came into being and what that's like? Um, as a little kid, I was obsessed with Annie, the in 1980 version with Carol Burnett. I don't think there isn't any other no, no, version, Carol, is there? No, no, um, that's the definitive Annie fan version. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. The one where she's hanging off of, of a tower, you know, mm-hmm. with Punjab, who is racistly a black man named Punjab. Yeah. But but no, it's the best version of all. Yeah. Racist. There's a lot of that in those old movies, basically exclusively. You know, Punjab was actually in The Wire. He was one of the guys that did the autopsies. Huh. He was the one that um that the that did the autopsies for the girls in the cans. From Annie. Yeah. Punjab was was a, a mortician on The Wire. That's weird. Same guy. I've yeah. never seen an episode of The Wire. Hmm. <sighs> Seems versatile. He can do. Did you just he hear my heartbreak? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do. I heard a, a wave. A wave. <sighs> I heard one so of those. I just want to say this about um, The Wire and, and the writers yeah. is that it is it is American literature um. that is it's just. It talks about education. It talks about class system. It talks about drugs and the bullshit war on drugs. And because the point is, wars end. We have been on a fight with with drugs since Nixon. Stupidly. Stupidly, because the point is, it's not a war. It is a way to make money off of people and off of corrupt systems. And a way to medicate. And a way to medicate. And not just that, but. Well, whenever okay, when, when in the 1970s, whenever they're building all of these jails that were empty, what did they what 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 came about as as social hip hop came about, and then gangster rap came about, and then all of a sudden crack came about, and that all came about to fill the jails. Americans and people are not innately like like it's just we're gonna get into some stuff like why are the schools in the ghetto built like prisons? If you've ever been in Richmond High School, if you've ever been at Hercules High School, if you've ever been in any of these places, 
you can it's like are they keeping people out or keeping people in because i can't tell the difference helms middle helms middle school like they can gate off different sections and it's like is this a fema camp waiting to be used yeah or is this an education place because it doesn't feel like that to me like you Mm. can and then when you, need you go to call to up Alex Jones, is he there? No, no, no. Alex. But but no, it's not about Alex Jones. It's it's the point of that architects take an oath of of we're gonna make buildings that create good things. Just mm-hmm. like doctors take the hip the Hippocratic oath, do no harm. But they're not keeping true to that oath, and that's all I really say. But well, I mean, it could be that the neighborhood is has high crime, and therefore they design the building around that. Right. Rather than some sort of systemic racism garbage. Okay. True. Could be reversed. Could be reversed. Or it could be a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. It could be like high expectation of difficulty from students because they're from that area, which might be kind of not the right direction. But if you're told you're bad, how are you going to behave? Badly. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, and that's the thing. And in I'm those trying. To, okay, areas, my pragmatic yeah. mind goes. Okay, well, what else could it be useful for? Maybe it would be useful to have a FEMA camp there. I don't know. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in an emergency. But at the end of the day, as long as I'm not the one in there, right? Of course not. And you right? can't. And who's gonna guarantee that I'm not the one in there? Nobody. 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 Well, here's my here's my perspective on drugs, and I've talked about it before on the show. Is uh, they should all be legal, yeah. and the government should stay the fuck out of it. Uh, and I'm talking about heroin, meth. Uh, pretty much every drug. Um, Would you have a few exceptions? No. It should be about treatment. It shouldn't be about incarceration. If I'm 90 years old and I'm just kind of not there, I can't walk and shit, give me some ecstasy. Give me some LSD. Let me trip balls. Let me, like, experience the landscape of my mind and walk around in there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if I can't walk around in the real world. So... That's my perspective. Legalize it all. Yeah, I like it. The only thing you have uh, true control over and dominion over in this life is your own body. You should be able to do whatever you want to it. Absolutely. Good and bad things. Yeah, agreed. That right seems innate. Thank you. Thank you very much. I agree. I I agree agree. with your statement. Nice. And all said. Yeah. Hmm. All right. But, um... The Wire. We were talking about you getting into singing. Mm-hmm. That was tangential to yeah. Annie. To so Annie. Si- to like, Wire. So, okay. It, would it be <laughs> improper to... I mean, I, I guess I want to... You don't have to sing right now. I don't want to put you on the spot because yeah. you're not warmed up. You know, it, it wouldn't wouldn't really work. But yeah. if you wanted to, you could. Well, I'm <coughs> I'm actually fighting off a cold. But, oh, okay. Uh, so... Um, so no, I can don't want to sing right now. Can you, what, how'd you start singing? How'd that go? So Annie, and then what? Um, my, my mom paid for me to get voice lessons when I was like in the first grade. Oh, okay. And I was, awesome. um, and I like did like church choirs and stuff like that. And then just, I've always just been very interested in like lessons. And, um, let's see, Rachel Jantz was my, um, was my, my vocal coach in high school. Shout out to her. She lives in Texas and. So she was very, very supportive. She was like, you are an opera singer. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. And she she let me pick operas that I like. She let me pick the story. She told me about the storylines. Because for me, it's all about the storyline. Cool, like, okay. The, ah, once I connected with the storylines, you know, it made, like, I, I fell in love with the, 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 the drama of it all. 
you know, that's all music is, just expressing emotion. And then I was in choir. Um, I went to Westmore. Um, Miss Dawson was our choir director. I wonder if she's still around. She's a great woman. I never made it in the chamber choir at all. Any year in, in um, high school. you try school. out? Yeah, every year I try <clears throat> out. She liked tiny voices or like blendable voices. My voice is a very big drown out everybody kind of voice. Like oh. I got a very big booming kind of like um, Judy Garland. Mm. Um, yeah. But um, I hate to talk about my voice and not be able to. Hopefully I can come back sometime and we can do a little singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've been we fighting. We often have an after show of music, but. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I did bring my harmonica. Cool. can do a little little something with that. You're free to do whatever you want. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, I did st- I did study opera in, um, in community college. I had Miss um, um, Weitzel and Mr. Weitzel. My, they actually taught my sister in um, Mr. Weitzel taught English class for my sister, and my dad called him Mr. Turtle Wax. So he happened to teach piano at the community college, and then um, she taught me opera, and she would not let me do Broadway. She was like, no Broadway, no. no this. She's like, you are an opera singer, and I'm like, all right, fine. So it muscled mm. through more opera. What's with all the negativity? It, I think it's more like it's so like she wanted to shape. I think it was more like she just saw something to shape, you know, and so – she saw the singing career she could have had. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. bummer. Well, well th- you must have, must have had great skill to show. Oh, yeah. And um, I love performing, and it's very much something, unfortunately, it's usually something I like to turn on. Like, I was, I would sing for my students. Like, that would be a little ploy. I'd be like, I'll sing opera for you guys if you just, mm. or sing whatever, just to, you know, entertain you for, like, five minutes and before the bell rings or whatever. So... That's kind of what got me in trouble. <clears throat> you got in oh, trouble. What, what, the, the sound oh. check. Sound I want to hear. See, check? that's what it I want to hear. Voluntary resignation. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to hear about. I was trending on Twitter, singing opera. That's what happened, and I still haven't seen the video either. Though. What video? There's a video of me singing opera at Pinole High School, and um, it was trending on Twitter, and um, my student was like, I saw this video back in November, and there was like 800 views, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay. I wish I could see that. That like, I, I wish I could see it. And Too bad sure. about your internet. Well, guys, it's <laughs> it's ms.applejacks36. Guys, send it to me. Let me know. ms.applejacks36. Ms. Applejacks thirty six. That's, that's my it's my Instagram and my um Twitter. So you've never seen the video. I've never. I a student showed it to me, and then he like did something, and then it disappeared again. It was and like you never found it. I never found it personally. No. Huh. Hmm. I'm wearing a unicorn shirt, and I've got striped sleeves, and yeah. Did you have you searched for it like with yes. those keywords? I have no, not those keywords. I have searched teacher substitute singing opera like I've, I've done opera i don't know I've, I've looked up a lot of things huh. it's one of those things mm. where you're like if i don't get it the first time i'm done like okay mm. interesting that was like so piloting for me so i kind of just um i graduated from um community oklahoma city community college and then um i went to the university of central oklahoma and then i kind of switched gears from music to art and that's when i became like a painter and a printmaker and that's what I have my degree in. And then I graduated, and I'm here in California. I worked at a gelato factory in Hercules, um, Gelateria Naya, for about a year. And then... You like gelato? I did. Yeah. I, I, I like sorbet. Yeah, there, 
they're a great company. They're cool. a great company. Um, they they produce good food, good 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 gelato. Um, and then I took some time, and then I started substituting, and I was like, again, I was surprised they let me be a substitute. Like, it, you just have to have a bachelor's Big, degree and uh-huh. a, and a clean record. And I was like, really, my my record's clean. All right, <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> really, <laughs> clean-ish. Ish. Well, no, I mean, must be no kind of outstanding felonies. I mean, no, 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 taking no. Well, then no you're felonies. fine. No felonies. No outstanding felonies. No, uh, what's that disease they test every teacher for? What do you call? Oh, uh, oh, tuberculosis. Yeah. Tuberculosis. Yeah. I was gonna say, what do you call uh, a group of uh, cowboys? What do you call the leg joints of a group of cowboys? Felonies. Uh, I was gonna say Neha. Neha. Oh, I like that. Neha might be a better uh, punchline. Neha. <laughs> I love a good pun. Is that a pun or a joke? That's a joke. I that was a, pun. a joke, but it's <laughs> it's pun. <laughs> Jean. It was a Jean. Yeah, pun. Thank you. Pudge. Punch. Poke. That's what it was. So, that's cool. Singing. Printmaking. Um, do you do like what kind of printmaking? Fabrics? Um, no, like um, on paper. Woodcut. Um, no, silk screen. Silk screen. Silk screen. Yeah, I do a lot of skeletons. Um, I have a series called Moments Eternal. Um, it's on my Facebook. My artist Facebook page is Ashley Jane Tomagen. Um, yeah, so I've let a lot of that. Um, I have done um a large screen print of um like. Alamo Square and like the painted ladies and like d- downtown. I'm trying to put that one into a gallery. And I also have um some acrylic paints paints that are up at um paintings that are up at um Taqueria Sanchez in Pinole. You guys ever been there? Huh. I haven't been there. Oh, I need to take you guys there sometime. They got really good um carne asada fries. Oh, that sounds great. And sounds they have California bueno. burritos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Weird. Are they import? I thought they import those. <laughs> no, no, they're all made here. They um and they got Taco Tuesdays too. They got a they got really a good thing. special. That's yeah, that's a thing around here. Taco yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah, we gotta we gotta put a link to Taqueria Sanchez here at the end of the show. Taqueria okay. Sanchez. Yeah, guys. Shout out to Taqueria Sanchez and Pinole. Off of Fernandez, you guys are the little park is. I've eaten Pinole like twice since I moved here. You know where the Paris Street Bistro is? Uh huh. It's like across that little that little where there's a there's a park across the way, Mm -hmm. and it's right in the corner next to the park. Okay, right on. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So, are you have you go what? Have you been in a band? I've never been in a band. I've done theater. I was in uh, the Pajama Game, and I was in uh, Music Man, and Lucky Stiff. Where was all these? This was in high school. Uh-huh. This was in high school, um, and this was also the University of um, no Oklahoma City University. I did like a th- like a nerdy theater camp, and we we put them together, and we were really hardcore. We were really hardcore about our productions. It was right a good on. time. Yeah. So, would you say it would be appropriate to assign you a title like theater do- nerd or yes. something like that? I'm definitely a theater nerd for okay. sure. Right on. So, do you intake theater much now? Well, last year I took my sisters and my cousin to go see American Idiot in El Cerrito. 
that was awesome. They did a great job. It was it was awesome. I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, Green Day and okay. and like modern, you know, like Rent and like rock operas. I'm really big into that. Um, I haven't been in the theater in a while. That's something I really like to get back into is to like acting and stuff like that. That'd be cool. Did you see the Jesus Christ Superstar thing that recently was done? Uh, at elsewhere. No, it was like on the internet. Oh, no. It was done by like a large production company. I forget who it was. It was pretty entertaining. They were talented. No, I I didn't see that. Bunch. I didn't see that, but I have seen Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, remember PBS? Like yeah, I did. I did like it. Yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar. Do you like Meatloaf by chance? Yes. <laughs> Love Meatloaf. I am a huge Meatloaf fan. Y'all don't understand. Oh my gosh. Rebecca, I like me some I think meatloaf. We understand. Yeah. Rebecca's a big that, fan. Uh, Rebecca, it's funny. Those are all crossover. Okay, well, she and I have to do I Will Do Anything for Love. Uh-huh. We have to do the yeah. duets. Well, she's like, she's been flirting with, like, let's just start a meatloaf cover band of awesome <gasps> singers. Huh. That's what she's been talking um, about. Me and her need to, I think we're soulmates. <laughs> you haven't even met yet. I know. Well, well I'm excited to meet Rebecca. I hope, I hope she isn't like. Girl, it's too much too soon. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. She's great. Yeah. All right. I think let's hear a word from our sponsor, and then I have a topic okay. for us yes. to explore. Let's hear from the people that pay the bills. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Final Corp. And... They are a company who is intergalactically operating. They have many exciting, exciting, I'm so excited for their products. I mean, they, they're the products you need, whether you want them or not. You can clearly hear it in my voice. I'm very excited. Um, let me call up the... Final Corp. 50 years of experience. 50,000 flavors of mayonnaise. No compromises. No refunds. No integrity. Final Corp. It will be fine. Please help us slide mayonnaise onto food. Thanks, Final Corp. Wow. Yeah, so that was another cheery message that they was, sent us from that the That was uh, Palmer Eldridge there. from Final Corp. Oh, that's not a speaking spell from Japan in and 1980s circuit? <laughs> it uh, could be. Well, I mean, that guy's been around. He's been doing work for a long time. They, they <laughs> Final Corp does what they want, you know. Final Corp is a purveyor of such fine products as purchasable money, uh, make your own mayonnaise kit. We have downloadable suffering, Microsoft coffee. Um, <laughs> Uh, that one's kind of weird. That one's uh, kind of weird, it's but it helps with the digital hangovers. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Shouting Address Book, uh, Scentmate, which I think was something you came up with, yeah. Plastic Mayonnaise Shoot, which helps us to slide mayonnaise onto food. Which yeah, is I get the extra-large nozzle on my Plastic Mayonnaise Shoot because I don't want to mess around with the high... Pressure stream. I want a long, slow, yes. wide berth of creamy mayonnaise sliding on I the food. I think I need to get that. me one of those. They also have the Easy Lose wallet or purse. <laughs> Very hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Voice-activated condiments. What? Noise amplifying headphones. Very useful. Yes. Very useful. Amplifying headphones. And um, 
Salmonaise. <laughs> their <laughs> most recent flavor of mayonnaise. Oh, my God. It's Salmon a nice... Mayonnaise. Uh, yeah. It's an artificially flavored lox substitute flavored mayonnaise. <sighs> yeah, so... Wow. Final Corp. Check them out. Thanks yeah. for short supporting the show. Uh, Final Corp, yeah. as always. Final Corp. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. I'm going to take a pee. Okay. Why don't you guys chat and we'll talk sure. about a topic. We'll, we'll, get back. Well, we'll get started on the topic. The topic. So, here. We're all going to look at this. See if I can... No, I, just, I just have a question. What has happened in, in the world in the past like week or so? See, I don't have cable, and I intentionally don't look on YouTube about what Trump okay, is well doing. Let's take a moment to talk about that. Um, what's going on with our, our president ba- baby daddy or dad baby? Okay. He's uh, This is the son-in-law yet. No, no. no. Son. I mean that, to me, he appears to be like a baby man. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like... He's big and manly, but some of his emotional choices are very, very childlike. Yeah. And so um, the new thing is maybe he's going to go to jail, you know, because... Uh, oh, that thing's actually got some traction well, now? Well, just more people are talking about ah. it. Okay, okay. Um, are we attacking Syria? I don't know. Okay, okay. I- if we are, it's not obviously headlining for, for the rest of well, the world. Well, I'm not... Uh, I... <sighs> I look a little bit about what's going on, but I I watch. It's like yeah, I try to measure how much I consume. Yeah, exactly. So it's not too much. You know, the, the more I, I hear about Trump, I just it. I'm sorry, guys. Like, it's theater. This is all a joke. It yeah. has to be a joke. It's it planned. Has to be. There's t- yeah. it's too much. Like we're getting close to a season finale. Yeah, and at the end of the day, with this whole wall thing, I just want to. S- I've been saying it since the beginning. It's not about keeping anybody out. It's about keeping us in. They don't want us to leave. That's what the wall thing is about. And I have been like, hmm. see, I'm from Oklahoma, and that was the most Trump state. Well, let me throw a conspiracy at you. Yeah, I'm let's th- do it. Because I I have something that I've. The evidence I have for it is based on several conversations I've seen in different podcasts. I haven't right. actually done any hardcore research. Okay. But this is my, I have a thing. And that is that all of the recent shooters were on some type of pharmaceutical psychiatric drug. All of them. I, I, I agree with you 100%. And I'm... I'm at the point in my my research and my like feeling like I'm seeing. Let me just put it this way: I don't think that I think most of these shooters are either are either people that have been messed with by the CIA or gang stalking or something like that, and they are on pharmaceuticals, and they were programmed to do what they've done, like by by ill-meaning groups, Manchurian candidates. Yeah, Manchurian candidates, so to speak. Like the guy that said that the 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 um that the Uber app was talking to him and it made him kill. I I, I honestly think I haven't heard that. Okay. Okay, and this has just been the thing that I've been saying since about the time I moved here was like, is everybody watching the same channel and is everybody little time bomb going off in their head saying, I must kill, I must kill, I must it's kill. Like the naked naked gun. It's this thing I've guys you understand though I've grown up in like. Oklahoma circuit like like boys with guns that's a real reality where I grew up 
you know, going home, finding the liquor cabinet or the gun cabinet, sure. they go hand in hand. Hmm. Sure. I hear that. So at Brink in 1919, I want to say it was 2000, um, a boy wrote in the bathroom, um, I'm going to blow up the school. Or he, he, he did a bomb threat, basically. I didn't see it, but they painted over it like the same day. And our principal, Principal Coyle, shout out to him. Awesome guy. Looking back now, like he was a really awesome principal looking back at and being an educator now. He we had he called the he called like a fire drill and they postponed it was during finals week. So it was finals week right um right before spring break. So they ended postponing um six period tests till after spring break. They had a fire drill, the FBI came. Like I felt super safe and I was like, Whatever fucking idiot wrote this shit on the wall. Thank you, asshole. I was ready to take this test today. You're such a jerk. Like everyone was just mad because we were all ready to take the tests. Huh. You know? But, but he wasn't, so he's you know Well, it was just one of the He and, probably just didn't want to take and the test. And then two months earlier, um in two months earlier, like it, dur- during a um it was during PE and the boys were like changing in the locker room and they were having a discussion if you came to school with a gun. Who would you who would you shoot? And there was this one boy that had never said anything in class the whole time. He rambled off people's names, and then he was like suspended. I don't. I think he might have been expelled. Hmm. But it was just these things, like you know, like we were. This is this was right after Columbine. You know, like like me seeing the boys being angry and being told. Like I think it's more of a call to like guys, young adult, young men don't have good. Like being masculine is not a good thing. Like they were taught, you know, it's all about you respect women. You do this, you know, girls. There's a lot of stuff to build up girls. There's a what lot you, of stuff. Oh, for the, that. You, they were taught that don't be masculine. Don't don't cry. Big, you know, men don't cry. You mm. you don't you don't express don't your express, emotions. Don't emote, yeah. yeah, you don't do all those things. So tough guys don't cry. Tough guys don't cry. All of that stuff. So I feel like that was a big thing where where I grew up and and at the time. And you guys are the same age as me, right? Like. I'm, I'm 32. Yeah. I'm 32. Yeah, I'm, We're millennials, yeah, a few years right? Older. He's okay. A older. Okay. So I was 13 when Columbine happened. How old were you? Um, I don't know. Because there's a statistic 15? that no one is saying anymore. There were the same amount of school shootings before Columbine as there were what? after. Right, right. I'll say it again. Sh- school shootings were not an uncommon thing it was just the first time it was publicized yeah. televised and There's it was white kids running out not any brown yeah. or black kids it was happening in the, the worst in, yeah. the worst one was in like 1914 or something it wasn't yeah. a shooting but it was a guy blowing up a school right exactly. so this has been around it's been around it's a thing yeah. it's been around it's an american and problem in my opinion the problem is pharmaceuticals the problem Absolutely. is not guns no listen yeah, and, and, and that's the other thing i'm going to touch on about all this all of these shooters were all on some kind of exactly. psychoactive things. And, and I agree with you 100%. If you're shooting people at school, you're not mentally well. Right. Yeah, that's not what you do. And then I just want to touch on one other thing. And, and I, I truly believe that most psychiatrists have good intentions. But it's prescribe first, ask questions later. Oh, yeah. And 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 I know this firsthand, you know, and and mm-hmm. and... It's like an auto mechanic. Yeah. Better off just figure out how to fix your own car because they're going right. to be, they, you don't know what they're doing. So, and I think that's most of the problem because guys, the, the psychoactive side effects, we don't even know. Yeah. We're like 10, 20 years from, we don't even know what it's doing to us in the future. 
Yeah. And it just seems like a common thing. I mean, it's taken uh, the writer David Foster Wallace from us, which is a shame. Um, <sighs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he was just, you know, a up-and-coming bright star on the literary scene. And then he got off his, his antidepressants and... Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. That was it. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. God bless his soul. Go ahead. Yeah. God rest his soul. I didn't mean to That's ignore okay. what you were saying. So I'm going to go get a refill real quick. Do you know how to operate that device? It's a keg. Uh-huh. I'm fully versed in keg. Cool. Cool. Okay. Keg knowledge. I'm was that your minor in up. college? No, it was That's right. not a minor. Printmaking and keg knowledge, double major. I actually learned how to use kegs at Naya Jalaria here in Hercules. This was a, huh. this was a postgraduate experience. <laughs> that makes sense. Graduate studies. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a topic? I do have a topic. So check this the F out. Um, I want to, I know it's going to be okay if we show a short video because this is not a commercial video. It's a commercial video. Um, and I'm just, I'm just pulling it up here and you know, I I want, I want to talk about this. This is a game changer thing. This is something I remember you and I had a conversation about a, uh, a few years ago and I think I showed you like a really weird video where um, there's a guy and they had some stuff and some pipes and they were trying to do what home biogas has done in an inexpensive, portable, super awesome bio digester. So check it out. We're like a hot compost methane harvester. Yes. I guess we'll find so out. So we got we got. I'm pulling up on the I'm screen intrigued. here a little visual. So home biogas. So. It's this thing, you got this bag down here for our listeners at home. It's a big bag of water. And above it, you have a bag of gas. Mm. And then the low bag of water, there's a, a sink that's above the water line. You drop refuse in, food scraps. Mm-hmm. They advertise pet waste. And they say it can produce per day enough gas to run a burner two to three hours a day. And it's enough to take a family's that's waste. Like, literally, you can put poop in that's it. That's enough to cook for a day. You can cook and a chicken, and yeah. you're fine. And if you don't cook that many hours one day, you'd have extra you'd for have another. Because it's a big, inflatable, low-pressure. There's no it's not, you know, there's no high-pressure or anything. So it's a big bag. Like break, that's bike the quarter, Like a week-long bicorder trip or something? If we'd be if pooping you, into if it. If you were at a campsite for a week. Yep. It takes a lot of water, though, to fill. Oh, okay. It, I mean, the thing is, you have to put, like, hundreds of gallons in it. I you see. could have a smaller one that only took, like, 20 gallons. Huh. But that's how it holds shape and how the, the things interact with the stuff. And then, wow. at the other, so what it does, you could pipe up to it, and they sell a stove, but you can use normal stoves to run gas. It'll mm. just burn like that. And or a hot tub. there's a liquid fertilizer is created as the byproduct of the waste digestion process. So stuff that you mm. would pay a lot of money for, a liquid form would come out the other end anyway. Right. This thing's like five hundred bucks. It's like a biz. It's like its own business. You could sell yes. the gas and sell the fertilizer. Dude, what it's all you have to do is provide it with water and and go number two in it. Well, y- and you know scraps, and th- you initially put in bacteria. So 
Huh. I want to see. Here's a little uh, little explanation here. Um, welcome back. Did it work out? Yes, it okay. actually decided to get warm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so the topic we have started on to reintroduce you in is home biogas. What is it and where can I get it? Home biogas is this totally amazing thing and we're about to watch a video of explaining it. Let's uh let's just start here. See what we can do. Hello everybody. My name is Oria. I'm from Home Biogas and I'm here to talk to you about our new household appliance Home Biogas 2.0. Let me walk you through it. It's really simple. You put your organic waste in the sink. Organic waste could be anything. It could be fruits, vegetables, meat, dairy, and even bones. The food goes down here to our biodigester. It's filled with water and bacteria like that break down our organic waste and emit methane gas that we can cook on. The gas goes up throw here bones to the gas in there? tank Everything. where it's stored, awaiting it's for good you news to use for it in serial the killers. You can <laughs> get dispose of something. Cooking each day, and one last thing, <laughs> this awesome system also creates liquid fertilizer. So, you can water your plants daily and get an amazing herb garden, the same as we have here. Okay. Okay. Now, let's go see. Didn't they have one of these in Fight Club the book? Okay guys, now let's see how the biogas comes out the stove after it's been stored in our home. Funny if they were like fart sound effects mixed in as he's talking. It goes through piping you get from us when you get the system. And it comes out on our home biogas stove, creating beautiful flame you can put your food on. So simple to do. It's universally funny. It is universally funny. How you cook on leftovers and get renewable energy in your own backyard using home biogas 2.0. Thanks, guys, and until next time. Warm bye. In here, guys. Tiny. So thanks, guys, <laughs> and until next so time. Think of what, about what that means. Think about that means your compost, trashes, dead animals, roadkill, poop. Poop is a major resource if used correctly. Diapers, like so. What would you do? Like a cloth diaper, just kind of scrape it. Yeah, you'd scrape it in. That'd be weird. You'd slide just like you slide mayonnaise on the food. You'd yeah. be sliding poop baby up. poop. Could you just put the, the baby right over? The yes, <laughs> that's why I want a toilet. Baby. It, hold, hold the baby, baby above it. it. Just put a little toilet <laughs> seat on the sink on it. Yes, now we're. But no, talking. no, like no. I have an idea. Do like a swing and just cut a hole in the swing and just put them right above it. There we go. So they're just hanging out. I need to trademark this right now. Yeah, yeah. the poop swing. Miss Applejack's bing. We'll send it over Bing. to Final Corp's patent department. There you go. I'm already ASAP. a fan of uh, Chinese crotchless pants. You familiar with this? No, but okay. I need to know you more. You had me at crotchless. Yeah, you had me at crotchless. So Chinese exactly. crotchless pants are these things they put on toddlers oh. when they're walking around outside. So they just squat to go, and it just falls out. You know, or that's just exactly like what I pictured. It's closed when they're walking around. Yeah, well, mostly. Sometimes you see yeah. some baby so butt. So it's exactly you know. like the lingerie. Yeah. Except except the hole is moved to the back. Well, it's a big, it's a huge crease. It's just yeah. so basically, and you just so pick what it up do like the little boys do? Do the they just like have a flap for the for the junk, like like a regular pair of underwear? 
No, there's nothing on girls? under the pants. It's boys and girls, and you you look at a little baby genitalia well, sometimes. Well, okay, okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, shouldn't they still have, like, the flap in the front for the boys? Because isn't that... I'm, I'm just saying, like... Flap? What kind of flap do you think is like required the, the, for boys? Just, just, like... I don't know when you got the little... The thingy. The fly. Like, yeah, the fly. The fly. The fl- thank you. Thank you. Nope. And if you're in Spain, it's called the Spanish fly. That's where that <laughs> comes from. Wait, wait. What? That's where that came from? It's not an no, actual... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it did okay. come from Spain. I don't know. Wow. Well, I like the it. rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. I like this home biogas deal. Okay. So can so you imagine? Go ahead. You could just put, I mean, you put everything that you would use in a day in there. Except Bones. for like plastics. Yeah. Could you put like a newspaper in there? Probably yes. not a lot. Probably some. Some. Yeah. Or like what a, pe- use a piece of paper? printer paper. Yeah. What about use toilet paper? Yeah. That would probably go well in. That's crazy. You could be keeping your. So now the question is. She's going back to toilet. Let's just put a toilet <laughs> seat over the bag well, of water. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. the thing. Like, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, I was like picturing that's what when the establishment stops, you know, and when, when, when the, when the when running the water, falls. when yeah. the running water stops, this is a second. Like, do, does it clean whatever you go in? And like, like methane gas, like it's methane gas. They it breaks it. down. It breaks down. Like, it doesn't matter what it, what the waste is. It breaks it down. Am, am I correct about that's this? That's right. So I'm just I'm just thinking like pra- practically was what what is the most toxic waste that we have? It's poo, right? Political correctness. Yeah. Shit. Well. Shit. The better. Could be. That's the most toxic thing we have. And I also heard dog poo is pretty bad. Like you're not People are afraid of things because there's potential parasites. Mm. But I there's mean, a lot of undue fear there. I mean, I mean, we're not in Vietnam where like the tapeworm or whatever it is is the actual with thing. the black soil. Do you know about that? Tell me more. They would have buckets there, and they would poop into on the ground, and then the guy would come by and take the bucket, and he would pour it directly on the rice yeah, fields. Yeah, that's called night soil because mm-hmm. people would leave it out at night. Yeah, I remember learning about that's this in no the seventh good. grade. I remember. No, I remember <laughs> this about the seventh grade. Like l- learning about, and then my friend. My MAI, shout out my across the street, my best friend in the whole wide world. Shout out. My, my mom is her name, my little mom. Anyway, um, or the little red dot. Sorry, that's an inside joke, guys. So um, she, she then would be like, yeah, that's why we have to wash our rice from Vietnam. And my dad goes, no, you have to wash all the rice from out of the country. And then my dad grits out his K-Rose rice from like Louisiana or whatever. He's like, we only buy American rice. <laughs> It's poop free. I had no idea America made rice. That was the thing. Oh, well, that was a that was a big export for us for a long time. I we had made no tons of it. idea. Yeah. And then my dad tells me all about Louisiana. I've never been to Louisiana. Like like my traveling has been like very very limited. I've been to Pennsylvania and then I've driven from Oklahoma to California. Like that's that's the, it. That's you flew extent. to Pennsylvania. Yes, flew to Pennsylvania once. So you've been twice, in an twice, airplane twice. 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 No, no, I've been. In air- my dad's a pilot. I've been. I've. I've, I've you flew all over. I've flown all over. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Louisiana is cool. I've always wanted. That's a bucket list thing. I'm gonna. I want to go for carnival season, but I want to leave on Mardi Gras day. I was in the. Yeah. I was there in the depths of summer. Ooh. Yeah. And it was insanely. Did you humid like sweat? Hot. Did you just like lose like all of your fat from like like water weight? Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I want to do one year. I'm just uh, gonna go down and just sweat all my I went weight s- out. Swimming in the lake, <laughs> and it was like. This is just a wetter version of the same. No, no. Usually, you know, it, down south where I'm from in the summertime and you, you dive into like the lake, it feels like a bath. 
you're like, oh, a bath with moss in it. <laughs> cool. You know, or, or or if you're really really lucky, it's a it's a it's like a pond that smells like sulfur. Ooh, ooh, farty yeah, methane. Yeah, yeah, that's a good time too. Um, little trivia fact about Oklahoma: there were no lakes in Oklahoma before the Dust Bowl. Whoa! All of the lakes in Oklahoma are man-made. Huh. Hmm. All of the fish were brought in from somewhere else. Um, wow. All of the see the thing is what you do is if <clears throat> if you were if <clears throat> if you were a smart murderer you take your body out to Lake Ten Killer which was one of the bodies like usually a body of water is a good place you know stash a body to, you know because it r- washes the DNA off eventually you know yeah um. I'm just going to put this out there. I'm going to say this shit out loud so I don't eventually kill somebody in real life. Okay. Because cool. now I have this like, and then it's premeditated, right? If I'm saying it on a podcast and then later on I kill someone, it's premeditated at this point. Not a good idea for me. It's no killing. So no killing, not not on my end. But if I was a smart killer, I would take them, them out to Lake Tin Killer. Like, like it has killing the name of the lake. Yeah. Yeah. And they would just disappear because the fish would eat them? No, usually they, they they would turn up. Usually a fisherman would find them or mm. like the wash mm. up Why or like they bloat. Or like, you know, they bloat and then they surface, you know, because usually what happens, they, the Sounds people. Sounds like you have some experience. Why would they, why would you want to put them <laughs> me there or, then? Me or the, what? Why would you want to have your body well, there? Will it be okay, discovered? Here's, here's the thing about Oklahoma is, is, have you ever heard that Oklahoma's red dirt? It's clay. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to dig up. And depending on the time of year, if it's been a really wet year, you you dig a couple feet and you get water. Or if it's been a really really dry year, you dig and you can't fill the hole because it turns to dust. Hmm. So it's it's so it's like getting back to the Oklahoma curse, the red dirt, blah blah blah. Like Oklahoma dirt is really inconsistent. You don't know what the fuck you're gonna get if you're, you know, like like you have to water the foundations of the houses that have just been built because the foundations crack. Like it's a very unstable soil. It's a very Uh, unstable soil. So if you have a little bit of the foundation, if you have a little bit of education about, you know, geology and and shit like that, you could be smart with, you know, killing people. I'm just saying. Well, what's it? Good to know. (laughs) It's it's all common sense, guys. Am I right? Like, yeah, I I mean, it's clear. We've all been there. And most murders are like, I figure myself if I ever did do it, it would be a crime of passion and I'd go turn myself in immediately and I'd just be like, I'm sorry, I won't do it again, guys. I, I don't promise. know, you say that now, but you Murder might be tips. hating the moment. What if you're in, you're in love with somebody and then there's like a passionate moment goes What's away? What's love got to, I'm sorry, no, I don't care how much I love somebody and I've been in situations where I could have killed someone. I don't care how much I love you, you're oh. not worth my freedom in the future. Right, right. It maybe if I if I have a child, maybe one day you, you know your child, whatever you, of course you'd kill someone in an instant when you think your child's life is in danger or whatever. Like, yeah, we're all we all have the animal and the divine within ourselves. Right, we're all we could be monsters. Yeah, yeah. murder tips. You hear it here first. Empathy and imagination. <laughs> we're all about murder tips. Yeah, <laughs> it, keep it in empathetic. Well, here's the thing. So let's said. speaking of murdering, <laughs> let's. What if we? You could put whole bodies in the bio digester or in this lake. Probably want to chop would, them up. Yeah. First. Yeah. Of course, you do a little. You know, wood chip. Wouldn't them up it? Right yeah. into the. Something like that. Grizzly image. So, what's? Why is that lake better than that? I think it's just part of the circumstance. Like, no, 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 wait, wait. 
not everyone can afford one of these. First off, so no, actually, <laughs> for the serial only killer, five hundred bucks. Mm. But our audience is more the serial killer on a budget, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, let's be honest. If you're a serial killer, I think this would take all the fun out of killing. Like, you know what I mean? Is, isn't that part of the ritual, like, burying them and, you know, like, making puppets? Of them? I don't know what people do yeah, when they serial killers. I don't it's know either. Up. But I'm just saying, like, isn't that part of, like, what the killers are all about? Like, like the whatever their thing is. Usually, well, it's, their a, thing. usually it's a thrill of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? And, what if and their thing was the biodigester? You know, I hope we're not giving anybody any ideas. And if we are... Yeah, just to be clear, we don't advocate <laughs> murder. We don't advocate this. Yeah. We don't. Here on the podcast for empathy and, and imagination. We <laughs> like to avoid all murders if possible. See, now we're just touching into the imagination part, I think, right. of, mm-hmm. of our podcast. Well, we, we vacillate between the empathy and imagination. Uh-huh. Sometimes there's crossover, uh-huh. and sometimes it's entropy and deterioration that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm loving the duality. I love it. I love there's it. No, no topic is off topic. Or too profane. Exactly. Yeah, free speech is encouraged here. So, um, cannibalism. Yeah. In Oklahoma, there was a guy that killed a little girl in, um, I think it was Noble, Oklahoma. Kept part of her body in a freezer. Oh. And then, so so this was was in a, I've actually been in the apartment building, like, where this happened. I wasn't in the, I don't know what apartment it was. Shout out to um, Sasha... Cox and the Cox family of Noble. That bitch stole my identity, by the way. Fuck you. Um, so a shout out and fuck you. Yeah, at the same time. So anyway, wow. yeah. Um, it, it, so Noble is like 30 minutes away from Norman, Oklahoma, which is my least favorite town. Norman is my least favorite town in Oklahoma because that's where OU is, and I'm not a OU fan. Mm. That's the University of Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. I Oklahoma think. University State. Yeah. Are you, I have no idea. All right, yeah, and then there's OSU, which is which is up north in um in Stillwater. That's the cowboy. Right, go like Mr. Mr. Fish is that the guy? That's not the guy. Is no, it? Pistol He's Pete. A different guy. Pistol okay. Pete is is the uh, the Cowboys. Is band. it school right? No, no, the uh, yes. the killer trying to get back to the, the, oh, oh, the yeah. killer of the. What was his name? I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. D- 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 we could look it up real quick. I'm sure. Type in cannibalism, Noble, Oklahoma. I'm uh, sure. Our audio engineer will look that up. Can you get that? You get that. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. They got it. So, huh? Murders. So, so cannibalism. Well, that's a topic. So cannibalism. cannibalism. You you started the topic. You said cannibalism. Like no, nothing's too profane. Let's let's do go you to watch the most despicable. There was, do you remember? Uh, there was for a while. There was this thing called um, instead of tofu, it was it was like hofu, and it was. You know how there's like veggie chicken, uh-huh. veggie beef. This was apparently imitation human imitation meat? human flesh taste was this on the sunny side uh, the sun is always shine uh, uh, the philadelphia the one with danny devito maybe. i don't know Th- they had a thing about something but like that okay <laughs> but this was a real company that existed well, for a while th- okay if you look at the donner party which i have studied intensely because really? i'm a huge fan of the donner party oh yeah so you're like into cannibalism kinda. i'm not I'm not like I'm you would do it well but here's the thing it intrigues I w- you i was raised catholic and they are into it. Did you I, I, no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I was raised Catholic, and I'm just gonna put this out there. Like, I, I believe in the holiness and all. No, I don't. I'll take that back. Listen, it is a mock cannibalist 
blood ritual that is being done and it sure. is fucking appropriated, weird appropriated yeah. from the pagans so i'm just gonna say this my fascination with cannibalism was from being catholic because i didn't mm-hmm. understand it but i got it I but then body? but then i also find the humor in it like we're, we're eating someone's body but not really <laughs> we're drinking someone's blood but not really and it like when you have you ever guys ever been to like been to yeah, church? Yeah, I mean it's it's, like, it's and a symbolic you, and you ritual. don't eat anything because you're not supposed to take you're not supposed to eat anything an hour before you take communion. So like on an empty stomach, you take a sip of wine and you just feel really weird. Like your stomach's like real unsettled. Right, like, that's part of the ritual. Though. They want now. you to be a little yeah, unsettled. yeah, yeah. They want you to feel like that little little tipsiness. We're gonna we're gonna go get some donuts and some mm. some coffee after. But so getting back to the Donner Party and the, the fake meat. Or the fake human flesh. Um, the accounts of like when people have like eaten human meat to survive, they say how salty it tastes. Huh. Mm. Like they, they talk about how salty it tastes. And um, my sister was telling me a story, was telling me about a culture in the Amazon. So the Amazon, it floods. Like you can't bury anybody there. So there's a culture where they actually, when someone passes away, everybody in the tribe eats that person. Except for the family members, they eat the whole thing, or and just a piece? yeah, and it's and it's a sad and it's a sorrowful thing. Like like the family gets a gets their own special meal, and everybody in the tribe like <sighs> eats the the yeah. I, I find that very interesting, and and it's just this cultural thing about it because, you know, one of the one of the things that makes us human is what do we do with our dead. What, yeah. Do we have to bury our dead? We have to do something with our dead. Scatter the ashes or something Bio-digest. like that. Nature's slap on the wrist. So there. here we are, d- d- and getting back to the to the bio meth- bio digester bio digester home biogas. Bio so 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 then the real question is: once it's turned into this methane thing, is it technically cannibalism if we're using the bodies to fertilize the food? Silent green. No, because no, the definition of cannibalism is this: the practice of eating the flesh of one's own species. That's yeah. the so a couple things here. A couple steps removed. So Earth is one gigantic compost heap. That's right. a fact. The other thing is uh, most tribes that are cannibalistic. Uh, tend not to survive because nature's slap on the wrist sure. is you're going to develop mega neurological problems. Yes, absolutely. If you eat your own species, absolutely. There are there there. That's are, what happens. There are um, yes, iron deficiencies or like it's too much iron in the fr- from eating it, and so like it does make them you go, go mad. T- you go you extinct because your your tribe is is become dum dum because of eating so much human flesh. That sucks. I don't want to die that That's way. That's how nature, but you know, says, hey, you really so shouldn't do this. Do so survive. the real question is, do you like salted pork? Because yeah. that is probably like what we taste in general, like. So, yeah. I've yeah. heard you eat the butt first, too. Right. That's the most right. Yeah, right. You know. Like that plane crash in the and in the, uh, yeah. the soccer Alps team or whatever. Yes, soccer the team. Andes. The Andes, yeah. Andes. Alive? Yeah. Alive. Yes. That was... Uh, so cannibalism, Donner Party three, please. Donner Party three. Oh. Donner Party of three. Oh. <laughs> That's that great old. Um, Would you like it? To no, I think it today? was. I, th- I think that was Adam. No, Patch Adams, the Patch late Adams. great, the late great. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Let's take. Yeah. Let's do a second of silence. Yeah. Okay. Robin. 
I mean, he, I guess he was, I don't know the details, but he thought he might be having Parkinson's and there were other Louis health body. problems. I heard Louie body was the and last I heard by, um. And I was kind of like, oh, it's okay. I'm, I no. You know, I'm okay with it. If you're, again, you have control <laughs> over your own body. So yeah. if you want to, whatever you want, whenever you want to check out, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think he was murdered. It's just how you murdered. do it is kind of I think fucked. he was murdered. Like when you hang yourself and, and your family's going to find okay. it, that's kind of fun. Okay, okay. Have you guys seen World's Greatest Dad? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Th- the measurements of what I've looked at was he was standing in the doorway and the... In the movie? No, no, no. His Robin Williams, like the autopsy and, and, and like the, 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 the description of of how he died just does not... It's 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 suspicious to me. It's suspicious to me. So he I'm was standing. He wasn't sitting down. He was it. standing. And I want to say most suicides are sitting whenever you're doing it that way. I see. It makes more sense that way. I like, like that you have a lot of uh, conspiracy ideas. And I mean, I don't mean that in a in a bad way. I just thank mean you. That. It's interesting. I'm I'm sorry. I got I got really intense real quickly. Like, if intensity uh, is great. So yeah, um, I'm just gonna put that out there. Robin Williams was worth more dead than alive. And he died on a particular... Um, Who would have the motive? Well, let's see. Guys, he was in The Crazy Ones. It was a TV show with um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, whoever she was, and the guy from Mad Men. It was actually really good. You know, I think a lot of his stuff was... Um, if you just remember... But who would have the motive to kill him? Whoever has the rights to his movies, whoever has the rights oh, to his to, to his stand up, they didn't has want him to get a cut. I mean, wouldn't his family still be getting I his royalties? I think on his I think that. Facts? And if you remember, it was it was a few months after it was a few months after um, um, Sandy Hook. It was either I want to say it was a few months after Sandy Hook, and Whoa. I think it you was think just they're related. I, I. I I think that that the shootings and all of that is all about traumatizing the population and making us roll over on in our rights. And I think losing so for me for for me he was like a father figure. Like mm. for me he was like a my father was away a lot. He was in the air force. So, so for me like putting on Mrs. Doubtfire, putting on you know Good Morning Vietnam. I grew up on Good Morning Vietnam. So like, Sandy yeah. Hook was a false flag operation in and is opinion. somehow related to Robin Williams' I'm not murder. S- I'm not saying it's related. I'm saying that they happened back to back and Robin Williams was in a primetime TV show and it was really, really funny. It was good. Like I remember setting my DVR and watching it and being excited to watch it the next day. What show was he doing? It was called The Crazy Ones. Hmm. The Crazy Ones. And it's, it was about hmm. advertising. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. So wouldn't he? W- so you think he would want to keep doing that show I with someone else? I had th- other plans. I think Robin. Okay, this is just I'm saying for any celebrity, whether it's Whitney Houston, um, Chris Martin, or any 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 celebrity, or um, who's the the Fast and the Furious guy, Paul Walker, any of these people that have untimely deaths, JFK, even you've outlived your usefulness, and we're going to use your death to publicly traumatize the um the the nation. It's called the Warther effect. Have you guys ever heard of this? It's a grim view, man. The Warther effect is something that happens. They notice that after a after a headline that has a suicide in in the headline, they find that 
plane crashes happen, they find that car accidents happen. And they decided that it was a correlation well, of the fact that... Or car accidents are constant. Well, the Warther effect is a simple fact that there's a suicide mentioned in the headlines. And then plane accidents and, um, and car accidents go up. Because of people's sort of subconscious association. That... That's that another reason not to read the news. Exactly. Probably. Absolutely. So, so, so when I talk about, you know, the bad thing that like the Sandy Hook happened and we're all, oh, they're shooting our kids. Oh my God. And then Robin Williams is committed suicide, died suspiciously, might have jerked off a little too hard and forgot to breathe. Like, whatever the fuck happened. That was David It's Carradine. suspicious. No, no, but 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 they're trying to say he was he died from erotic asphyxiation and Robin it doesn't Williams? make any sense. Yes. I thought he just hung, hung yeah. himself. No, they were saying it was erotic asphyxiation, but who's they? Susan Susan Who? Williams gives first Susan interview Lucci? since her husband's death last year and reveals the actor had a debilitating brain disease they called Louis body dementia. Yeah. Louise, you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, when comedian Rob Williams hanged himself in California home in August 2014, the news of his death was met with incomprehension around the world. I'm I mean, it is flabbergasting, but once you know that he had some serious diagnoses happening, it's like, oh, I get okay, it. Okay, now let to me To me the thing is like wha- you don't want your family members to s- come walk in die. and see you dead. Do it in a more subtle way. He you know? wasn't found by his daughter. He was found by somebody else. Probably his manager or something. So, right. Listen, listen. I, I understand what you're saying. But at the same time, Robin Williams is very, very close to his daughter. And I don't really see him doing something like that to hurt his daughter. You know, like like he... It, well, okay, like he did... Did he win an Academy Award we'll because probably, he should have? You know, we'll like... probably like, never know the truth. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was great in Death to Smoochie. I don't know if you guys. Oh know. my God, I love that. That's like that. one of my favorite performances. Yes, favorite that's yeah. the best one. Yeah, no, yeah. it's up there. I mean, like I said, Good Morning well, Vietnam. I grew Bird up on. Birdcage yeah. was yeah. really good. Madonna, Madonna, put on the inside. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Well, right I feel like we gotta pour one out for the homie, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Robin Williams. Rest in peace. Yeah. Okay. Like What's like when you mug a bunch of guys named Bill, <laughs> Robin Williams? <laughs> Whoa, she snorted. <laughs> she liked Robin Williams. I think I could do this stand-up. Thing. I think I you could do. Too. Just read your. It's easier to be list. funny in conversation though. For me, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Right on. You got a quick wit. Okay, stand-up comedy. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah. Do you want? Sh- should we speak about that again? Yeah, let's do it. We're all fans here, right? Big time. I used to watch more stand-up comedy than I do now, but uh, I am a fan of people getting up on stage and trying to be funny. It's like there's courage there, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I f- I feel afraid to do it. Yeah, it's definitely scary. I feel a co- interest in it and a fear of it. And there's like, you get ideas and you think about stuff and you're like, oh, I need to think about it more or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, you get up on stage playing drums probably a hundred times. Probably. Yeah, that's no problem. But then you have these fears over things that you just haven't practiced, I guess. Yeah, know. if I just grab a mic, I mean, you do the podcast and go, you know, but if you grab a mic on the crowd and be like, okay, just say something. 
That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, I would probably start with like fart noises or mayonnaise <laughs> things or something like that. Just get the silliness going and get then the maybe crude tell humor some out there. Yeah. And then tell some scary story about like poop or something. Yeah, the boat stories. Poop boat stories. Poop boat stories, yeah, stuff like that. Well, maybe that's where to start. You do stand up comedy. What did you how was the first few times you did it? Do you feel used to it? Um you actually caught me the second time doing stand-up comedy. Second time okay. ever. The second time ever, yeah. Nice. Um, most of the time, they're just stories or observations or stolen stories from other people. And it's like, that's a great story. Mm. I just wish you told it better mm-hmm. kind of a thing. You can take stories and kind yeah. of change them around, you yeah. know. I think it just comes from um, um, on my dad's side, uh, where our, we're Italian, Swiss, Armenian. So very much handing down stories is is a very big part, and then my mother's side of the family is um is Russian German, mm-hmm. and so handing down stories on both sides of my family was always a very big deal. Everybody in our family was really good storytellers and f- really funny stories. Fun. Yeah, like my grandfather um, Reinhard Bergman, he told a story how his brother took him to like a casino. Says, "Listen." I'm gonna waste this quarter right here. I'm gonna watch. Watch. So he puts it in. He ends up winning the jackpot. It's a good story. It's a great story. Short so and like, sweet. So so he wins the jackpot. And I was like, well, what do you do? What what do you guys do? He's like, well, we bought dinner and, and we helped mom pay for whatever. And and like his brother was only like a year older than him. He was trying to teach a lesson. And then it was like, right. Sometimes Oops. sometimes Oops. life gives you the lottery, you know or. In my, oh, he said it was like a dollar fifty, which my mother says was like two hundred dollars back in nineteen thirty, whatever it was. Hmm. So yeah, so, so the, your, your very your very first time of comedy, where was that? I was at, at Toots. You so you've done Toots twice. I've done Toots okay. twice. Tuts. Yes, yes. Tuts. Tuts. Now is that how they pronounce it? Toots. 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 Like, I said like Toots. Tootsie. I usually say Toots. I said Toots, but then um. I was correct. It's toots, like hey toots, like right, yeah. right. like hey toots, and it has the girl in the sham in the little champagne glass or the martini glass. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so used to be a brothel. Yeah, I thought it was because of all the methane gas that was floating <laughs> around inside <laughs> out of the CNH factory. <laughs> toots. Does sugar produce sense. methane gas? Uh, probably in some juncture. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> wait, wait, the alcohol. Does it need to cook off the, the alcohol or something? To well, alcohol vaporizes at a lower oh, temperature than water. Don't they make it out of beets here? Who? The sugar. No. CNH factory it uses cane. Cane over from the islands. Okay. Okay, so as I assume because you've got to boil down the sugar and you got to get rid of the alcohol that's in the sugar cane, I'm assuming. Because most I things that produce sugar have alcohol, and you gotta burn it off to produce the sugar. Is it? It's kind of the opposite of of fermenting. Huh? There might yeah. be because if there's sugar remaining, there could be some alcohol. There's a chicken story going on here. Yeah. Inside. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking. Of. They yeah. are Dogs in are an inside. argument right now. Well, One of them wants to be right. Yeah. They're probably like running at or each other and see who's gonna move or first. Or <laughs> maybe they're laying their eggs. What, what's that game they're playing? <laughs> it's chicken? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do they do that? Is that like a thing that they... <laughs> they where did that come from? The pecking order. Yeah. Well, did the term chicken come from um, Rebel Without a Cause? I'm no chicken. I think that's how James we named Dean. the animal. Yeah. yeah. I think that is the historiosity. I think James of Dean is responsible for naming chickens. Yeah. I think that's 
one historically year, accurate. One year in the fifth grade in Oklahoma City, a chicken um just happened upon our neighborhood, and me and my my friend I told you guys about, it was called a chicken. It's a chicken, and so we were trying to catch the chicken, and we don't know where the fuck it came from, and it was Thanksgiving weekend. So then it was like, who can catch the chicken so we can fry the chicken and have mm. it and try to do a turducken or something? Anyway, my next door neighbor, Alan, um, who shot his toe off at a gun show. My next, I got, I got stories about Alan, my shot next door neighbor. Shot toe off so, at a gun show. So, so On then, purpose. Well, <laughs> Fuck his toe. <laughs> like, Bam. Alan Strider, wherever you are, I'm sorry for the story. Um, anyway, so he, he caught the chicken and, and. The joke is like they they grilled it on the barbecue. Alan Strider was a, was a hunter enthusiast, and um, he was like in in the army or something like that. And the year that the Y two K year two thousand started, mm-hmm. I was um talking to my to my friend Justin on the phone, and I was wa- went out to get the mail, and I came back and I was like I was like Justin, he's like guess I'm I'm, I'm calling because I'm scared right now, mom. And I was like Alan, our next door neighbor, has a bunch of guys in full army camouflage and they have guns like like rifles and i'm terrified because i'm like mom dad um i think alan's gonna take over the neighborhood when uh (laughs) when you know the clock strikes midnight and then my dad so i call my like i'm genuinely terrified of alan like he was a scary guy growing up and um so the mom's like oh no he works in the army he's probably gonna work downtown which which she was right but then i told my dad and, and i'm like dad you got to go talk to Alan. Make sure he's like, tell him to skip our house. If whatever happens, skip our house. Cause I was going to a church lock-in. Like I wasn't even going to be home. So I just want to make sure mom and dad were going to be okay. And Alan knew like, you know, dad gives him some beer every, every 4th of July. Like we got to keep it okay. And don't take, don't kill my parents in their sleep. Okay. So you have hmm. to pay the serial killer to keep him happy. Well, Alan is not a serial killer. I I, have, I know for a fact he's but not. He blew his he toe off. Aspiring serial killer. Yeah. If so, Listen to this episode, Alan. We had some tips earlier. Yeah, <laughs> we had some tips. He, um, he, so he had like a cage for his dog and he put the cage in like, like a week after like they moved in. Like it was like a mm. hunting dog. Like he wouldn't let us pet the dog. Like a kennel? Yeah, like a kennel. Yeah, like a kennel. It was just like a mean little torture. It was, it was a mean was kennel. He, like using it as a fighting dog? Was it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Just wasn't being nice to it. Yeah, it well, it was just uh, like in our view, you know, our dogs are like our our children, you know, like yeah. you know. Well, you know, hunting dogs, you can't do that. You can't have them. You in need your to house keep them stuff. Right. strict. You got to have them. Well, you you don't basically you just don't you don't have the same bond you have with with I see in house dogs. Like in house yeah. dogs, they they get the hierarchy thing and there's the rules and stuff. But if you have okay. the hunting dog, you can't have them doing that because they need to. They're all be in work so mode. They're yeah. all business. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. And then you have your cannibal dogs. Even like with separate <laughs> protecting dogs too, like for sheep and cows and stuff, they get like uh, protection dogs that you do not pet. Yeah, they just so lo- they bond with the cows. The so cattle. the dog that looks like Inferno was, uh-huh. no, was that the name from? Yeah. yeah. So sh- she she looked just like him. It was a Rhodesian Ridge, and she was a gun shy dog. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah. She killed a crow one time. Whoa. A baby crow. It was like really an gross. Omen. It was really good. She's a killed baby many. Crow? Jeez, this is the <laughs> most brutal episode we've ever done. <laughs> she killed. She killed a good. sparrow once. She she was a bird dog. Like he 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 went <laughs> out and killed. This was Mister Mister Jones. I want to say he he was like a he was a conductor for um Monroney Junior High, and um, he gave us our dog Roxy. Hmm. Her name was Roxy Boxy. I used to have a cat called Dox, Roxy. Yeah, it's a good name. 
And um, Roxy was the most protective. She she bit the mailman several times. Ooh. A mailman did not like her. No, Roxy was attacked. Ro- so Roxy <laughs> saw us like one time. Roxy was barking like we just moved into our house and more. My parents built the house like brand new, brand new. We just had boxes everywhere. Mm. Roxy's bark. We didn't have a fence yet. So Roxy's barking outside, and I'm like, okay, Roxy, you get to go outside. You know, you're you're a good dog. You get to go outside. So she's out there, and there's a skunk. There's oh, a skunk yeah. out there. Fuck so yeah. she, we think she bit the skunk. She gets sprayed. My mom like goes outside and pulls Roxy out. My mom's arm gets sprayed too. By so, the skunk. By the skunk. So our brand new house smells like skunk mm. for the first time. Like my mom. So this is when we learned, guys, vinegar. Vinegar is the only thing that gets skunk. Like you just yeah. pour vinegar everywhere. Pour it on your arm. Poor Roxy was like. She was such a good, she protected the home and all that. We left her in the, and we had to give her rabies shots and she had a fever. Like she, she threw up a bunch of times after all that. She was in a bad shape because we think she bit the skunk, but I have so many skunk stories. Like the skunk one time got into my, um, my rollerblades, you know, the little <laughs> boots or the rollerblades. Yeah. I saw and I threw it and it's kind of like skunks kind of shuffled. They don't, they don't move like a raccoon at all. Like they look like a, like a. Like, I don't know. Um, what was the animal that um, the airbender um, has? The no It looks like a snuffleupagus kind of moves, like a snuffleupagus kind of thing. An elephant character. Yeah. So they, they like shuffle their feet like, like elephants kind of, but they're all furry and they got a tail that stands straight up. There's huge skunk events that happen where people get their skunks together and have like sk- they dress them up. And a skunking? They can be yeah. domesticated, right? Like you an inting? Take that gland out. Well, there's several yeah. glands. There's glands in the neck yeah. too, and I've actually I've even seen people dress and eat a skunk in the w- in like on YouTube, and uh, it's totally possible. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to pop those sacks, but yeah, yeah skunks are crazy. My dogs kill cats. The skunk. Have that too. They have the spray sack. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you guys ever seen Beverly, Be- Beverly Hills? Uh, Down and out in Beverly no, Hills. No, no. So it's it's like a it's like a like a brownies or like a like a Girl Scouts, but they're selling cookies and they're like in Beverly Hills. It's like in the early nineties. It's totally a girl thing. Um, the chick from what's it called? Just Beverly Hills. Be- no, Cracker Jack Beverly Hills. I can't remember the name of it, but the chick from Cheers, Bobby Diane, Sox-ers. the annoying chick Diane from um from Cheers, the, the blonde one. Oh yeah, uh, what's her name? Shelly something. So she she does it. So she does it. She's like the mom, mom, and all the parents are basically like divorced. It's like it's like the mom is divorcing, and they're all rich, and and they're really obnoxious, and so they're like they're like you know rich girls going into the wilderness, and um, there's uh-huh. a scene where like the mean troop, and and the the, the lady's like I found you in Kmart, so. This is the whole thing about Kmart through the whole movie. And anyway, the the mean lady in the troop, there's a skunk, and the girls, it, she, she the skunk helps the the stupid Beverly Hill girls go over the finish line before the the red feathers, the 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 Stepford, the Stepford cookie the other, sellers, yeah, yeah, the other team. So, so then she takes the skunk and she skins it and she wears a skunk hat. And nice. That, that was my my point for my once in eight apple story. There you go, Beverly Hills Troop or something like that. I want to say. The name of it. Anyway, it's a great Troop movie. Beverly Hills. Troop Beverly Hills. That's what it is. It's a great family one. If if you're looking to look make fun of some girls and um hoity toity, I don't know. It was a good time. Right on. <laughs> you had me at make fun of girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, 
My dogs killed a skunk recently. They got it and they bit it to death. Did you make them do what we did and, and do a rabies test and, and do all that? No, they were not at, at all injured. They just got sprayed. But they, didn't they got sprayed. But didn't they... From what I understand about rabies, if they were exposed to the blood of the skunk and got yeah. it in their mouth. Yeah. I don't know. I'm mm. not an expert. I think it's one of the things you'd have to test the animal to see, that the dead yeah. animal to see. No, they didn't get rabies, which is good. They would have been dead already. Oh, okay. A long time ago. Well, I hate to do old yeller to them and you know, shoot them in the, out in the back. Well, we, you know, got to do what you got to do. I don't want to wish that your dogs are lovely. <laughs> dogs are lovely. I don't want to wish that on anybody. Wow. wow. We've had cannibalism and murder. <laughs> murder. And like this yeah. is shooting your own dog. Psychology. So we, psychopath. we get that you are imagination. a brand new stand-up comedian. And yes. you're starting dark. Comedian. You know, you're starting dark and I that's am. good. I am. And uh, just keep going dark and dig down there. And, you know, tell stories about. I'm, I go gross. Yeah. I'm going to dig go down gross. about gross. You go gross. Yeah. <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone farts and everyone poops, right? I go silly. Yeah. I can get dark. Yeah. 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 Usually it's silly darkness. That's a good combo. I think just the fact that my my f- how do I say this? My family has a sick sense of humor to begin with. Like, you know, like my dad's kind of a psychopath. Kind of a psychopath. He wakes up every morning at four o'clock, goes to a.m., 4 o'clock a.m., and he goes to bed like 7 p.m. You know, if, if it's a social day, he may stay up to like 9.30, and he's like, I got to go to bed, guys. I can't make it. Mm-hmm. So, and my dad's super religious, and um, he goes to Mass every day, every day, and he goes to hang out with his um, amigos gringos, his uh, the the other friends of his that go to church at um, St. Patrick's. Every and, day. Um, every day. They, they go to church, and then they go and have coffee together at um, Burger King. In Rodeo, at St. Patrick's, so okay. they do every day. Sounds wow. like a good routine. Yeah, it's a great routine. You know, every like seven routines days a week. Yeah, routinize your life. Yeah. So, so the joke is, Dad, like, Dad, what are you doing that early in the morning? Like, so it, it develops to Dad, are, are you going out to kill the people today? Are you? And he just like look at me and goes, Ashley, if I did, you'd never know. Ooh, <laughs> nice. It's a great one, especially when like you know he's kept. Because usually I'd sneak out or like, you know, leave really late in the middle of the night and then come home like around six in the morning. And then it's like, Ashley, you've been drinking? No, dad, have you been killing people? No, no. All right. Good morning. And we both, you know, I, I go to bed and he continues doing playing solitaire, whatever he's doing on the computer that day. Like at four in the morning, at four in the morning. See, my dad always Why looks you very busy four in the morning. Well, I think it's part of the fact that my mom snores really loudly <laughs> Like my mom snores and then she Shout stops. Shout out to mom. Mom, I love you very much, and and we've had this discussion many a time. This is why no one sleeps in the same room with you when we go on vacation. Um, she probably knows. She knows this, and the thing is, dad goes to sleep so early so he can avoid. Like he could be asleep already. Is so if you're asleep already when someone's snoring, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Ear matter. Earplugs are just. Or yeah. or you know, it's in your dream. You know, like you just start dreaming about a saw or whatever. Your wife snoring. So from so right. <laughs> I go, so, I go so, earplugs. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> so, um, where was I going with this? I forget. Mom, shout out to mom. Uh, dad's a psychopath. Dad's a psychopath, right? So, 
so that's that, that's that's the the logic I'm giving him for going to bed so early every day. It makes sense to me if you're already asleep. So is he like lead sermons seven days a week? No, he, my dad's not so much a public speaker as a class clown. Okay, which is where I get it. So my dad, the one time he ever did um, like a reading at church, um, it was a um, it was a reading of Saint Paul to the Gentiles. And he read a, a reading of St. Paul to the genitals and continued mm. reading the whole thing. like. <laughs> but he's hyper-religious. More of a pubic speaker. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say hyper-religious. My dad, my dad is not like cursing. My dad, my dad finds things like he finds my sense of humor sometimes off-putting, but he, he gets, he gets the logic behind the joke. But um, he doesn't like it when I make fun of the Virgin Mary and I say Mary with a cherry. He really gets offended. Mary kept her cherry. <laughs> yeah, so so was my dad. Okay. Supposedly, yeah. it was allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So you might yeah, I don't want her. Okay. I don't want her lawyers coming after her. <laughs> Marys. Yeah, dude, they are well paid. M- Mary, they're all boy castrati. That's what I heard. Wait, 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 are we talking about the Catholic Church? Or, or a person named Mary. He's making jokes about yeah. the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, see, see. My thing is, if, if we really see, I, I personally, we're, we're gonna take a left. I think Jesus was black, like, okay. like, like Jesus was. And and let's be real, the Virgin Mary was a black mama. She was okay. Let's be real. Jesus at the wedding where he made water into wine. Jesus was like a guy. Like if, if, if he's gonna make shots. You know, what do we want? We want gin. Okay, we got it. Water to water to gin, water to whiskey, water to vodka. No. Oh, no. Mother Mary came and said, No, Jesus, you need to keep it classy. This is a wedding. You can't embarrass me, Jesus. You can't hmm. embarrass me right now. No, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. Guys, pour it all back into the same jug. Same jug. You need to make a tasteful Pinot Noir red that'll go with the lamb and go with the rosemary and all this other shit we gotta eat and we gotta do this for three more days Jesus three more days guys more water more water in the buckets no more water do not embarrass me Jesus this better turn out right like you know I mean like like who's going to curb the Messiah better than a black woman telling her baby no no you better you better listen to me right now no hmm. like uh I get that. Yeah. I get that. Right? Yeah. Wow. I think it's likely okay. that, that if that person existed, he would have been of a darker complexion than is commonly displayed. Well, 2,000 <laughs> years ago, let's decide. Like, honestly, 2,000 years ago, weren't we all a little darker? Well, we yeah. Our, our I mean, if you really go back, we all are from Africa. Western Africa. Yeah. Or, right. Yeah. So... So so absolutely. I mean, I mean, if we're really, really getting back into like the heritage of things, you know, I was throw this out there. I'm Armenian once again, right? If if Israel was created because of World War II and the Holocaust, why does Azerbaijan have Mount Ararat? I just want to throw that out there. No clue. Okay, Armenia. Okay, Mount Ararat was the ancestral lands of Armenia, which is where um, Noah's Ark landed. Okay. Okay. Um, Noah's Ark, though, might have not existed. Okay. Okay, but let me just throw this out there from a strictly sarcastic, smart-ass, philosophical point of view. Okay. 
if they landed on Mount Ararat and that is where Noah landed his ark and that is where the cradle of civilization really began, technically couldn't we say that the chosen land is Armenia? They landed there, they cultivated there, they stayed there. The story was just hijacked by the Jews and the Israelites and the story just kind of got a little left. A little picked up. A little Mm. left. Mm. A little left. And then and then Abraham t- picks it up and they go to Canaan and you know Cana or where Canaan is actually the biblical text and all that. So let's say we say that Armenia is the chosen land. What do we do with that information? Well, we can't do anything with that. It's just it's my it's my pointless opinion. We can't do a goddamn <laughs> thing about it. Okay. Well, maybe you're right though. There's uh, May- maybe so much, move to Armenia. so much identity politics. I, I don't I don't think yeah. anybody wants to move to Armenia. I mean, it looks like a beautiful place and there's a lot of antiquities that. Everyone wants to move to America. No. Hello. No. No? You don't think so? Uh, no, no. I, I, I think Americans think everyone wants to move to America. Hmm. I think we're all told they all want to come here, and, and everyone's like, no, actually, we're good. We're right here. We're going to stay right here. Hmm. Unless you're, you know, from a war-torn country. Two different country. movies on the same screen, I think. Yeah. 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 I think I think I think that's the propaganda we're being told that everyone wants to come here. They're coming well, to America. The, I think the numbers also say that too. But what are we comparing it to? Sweden, to where they're not letting anyone in, or we're are we comparing com- the number of people that uh, are Mexico immigrating here? Yeah, that's what we're comparing uh, it to. What, I mean, well, are there? Are, there's a lot of people that are, uh, and classically, and you can you can find lots of results of people that, like generally speaking, thinking about. Uh, potential success uh, economically being possible here. Sure, that's kind of a. I wouldn't say that that's just just an American idea. I mean, I think that's likely but why my Im- my ancestors came here, and yeah. probably mine too. Each absolutely, of yours as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So to think that that has just somehow stopped. I don't uh, think it fully has. Uh, not yeah. true. I think it's still going on. This is this is the best country in the West. I mean, it's it's hands down the best. There are problems. But, yeah, everyone wants to come here because it's got so much to offer. And I'm proud in terms of like an American. American. Yeah. Not know I'm free. Cue the Neil Diamond. And oh, the, forget, forget the, the man, man who died, who gave that right to me. Who gave his life for me. His name is Donald Trump. Next to you and, and defend her still today. Oh, ain't no doubt I love this land. I'm off. God bless the USA. Amen to I remember, okay, so my pops was in the military, right? Um, the Gulf War, the first one in 91, that song was open? every fucking where. <laughs> That song went that You're and playing it on the radio? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I remember <laughs> I remember having roller skates and some flags and being like, I'm helping America. I'm waving the flag. You know, like like you do when you're a little kid playing outside, like you you know, whatever. Like I, I remember would do that. I remember doing I was parades. Too busy, too busy serial killing and things. <laughs> I remember doing parades and I would dress my Barbies up like little cheerleaders. Go America, go America. But Wow. So but but then what's the other song that was that was really popular at that time? The Wind Beneath My Wings by by um Bette Midler, who is my my all time favorite person in the world. Um, what else? Hero by fucking Oh sh- what's <clears throat> she's so annoying. She married she married um the Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. She she did the hero song. You like, like Mariah Carey? 
I do not like her. Don't like. I don't, don't like, like Mariah. Mariah Carey, I'm yeah. not a Mariah Carey fan. Like I can sing her stuff. I got whistle tones like her. Like you can get the dolphin notes. Not right now, but yes, I can. You, so you have a fl- sickness or something? That's what it is. Well, they're called whistle whistle tones, and they're like above your yeah. soprano <laughs> notes. Yeah, and and all like. I just gotta open up and just let them like yeah let's I call it the dog whistle tones like mm-hmm. like higher pitches like, no that one likes that noise no one well, likes it it's cool mixed in with other stuff yeah but but if you're doing it in the like behind someone at church no one wants to hear that shit you know no. <laughs> it'll scare the old lady with her with with, with her with her hearing and like did, did my hearing just break <laughs> but um shoot so so yeah so so um. This thing is 91, 91. What else was popular in 91? Go Ninja, go Ninja, yeah. go, go. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was Vanilla Ice. Um, Yeah, that was for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? That had a profound effect in my life. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the Donatello was, and who was actually Corey Feldman. Yeah. I had no idea that, that he was in, in, in the... Well, I don't in the costume. He wasn't was he not? I, I thought he was like did the voice but didn't do the costume. That was the third one. The third oh. one he someone else came in, but he it was him. And Donat I I have a thing for Donatello. Like you would not believe he was my boyfriend. Right on. He was the smart one. He figured mm-hmm. out the pizza. Like he figured out how to get the what were the little rock steady and bebop like the 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 turtle and the dog the, like the boar and yeah the something else well well they didn't name them rock steady and bebop in the movie but they looked just like them mm-hmm. yeah we're talking about um talking about ninja turtles two the mystery of the ooze mm. that was the route ninety one no no that's the third one that's where they right, go back that's right that's actually the I, okay. The only thing that made that movie cool was the time traveling, like the the culture shock uh-huh. of like you know te- like learning from the from the old school Japanese or Okinawan or where did they go back in was it Japan? I don't even remember. I don't I don't think it was a specific Asian culture. I think they just kind of kept it vague. They kept it vague. I think. On yeah, purpose. that's likely. Yeah. It's inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So my parents uh, before I was born, they were stationed in Okinawa, Japan. And so this is this tattoo means you guys can get the tattoo made in Japan, and um, you know the second Karate Kid takes place Would you hold in up Okinawa. Again to that one? Huh? Hold it up again. There you go. Yeah, made in Japan. Nice. So um, my I wasn't I was made I was made in Japan, but I wasn't born there. My parents came to back to Oklahoma to have me. And um, they wanted you to be an American citizen. They did. They wanted they they didn't want there to be any confusion. It's almost like they like America. Yeah, they do. They do. You know, my dad spent 20 years in the Air Force. He loves this country. Yeah. Still, I I think he just loved flying planes. I think that was really his love was aviation. But, Mm. you know, he 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 loved the fact that he got a paycheck. He couldn't believe that he Mm. was getting paid to fly planes. He couldn't believe that. You know, that's a cool spot to be in. That is. Yeah. He really loved his job. I think he also liked being away from the wife and kids. I think that was probably Just a little bit. I think he, he wanted to get as far away as possible, like straight um, up. I don't know about that. I think he liked the camaraderie of like the boy, like you know the like. Come on, guys, let's go get a drink. Come on, mm-hmm. guys, we're gonna go fly a plane. Like the I boys think club thing. You know, my dad still has the boys club now. It's come on, guys, let's go to church. <laughs> yeah, let's go get some coffee at Burger King. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh? 
I, I think I'm down with it. I think all men want a man's group to do things in. I think it's important to the male I- masculine identity. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go out into the wilderness as as a group of men and survive and come back. Uh-huh. And and you know, what woman doesn't want a man that can figure that shit out for her? Right. <laughs> no, I like was the internet. Whoa. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing Careful. I people are going like, I am a woman who wants to do well, well, the thing Well, that's fine. Right, I'll, right. I'll say Nothing this. against that. There has rarely been a time. Okay, let's put it this way. My dad raised me never to need a guy for anything. You know, if I can't call him for it, sounds I don't like need the to Virgin Mary. Right, <laughs> right. If I can't call my dad to, to fix the problem or to help me figure this out, I probably don't need to be doing. You don't need a man doing. to get right. pregnant, honey. <laughs> that's why. That's why true, I said true, Virgin true. Mary. There you go. I like that. I like that. Immaculate. Well, um, if you've read the Dan Brown, the um. Dan Brown, the one about the Catholic Church, um, the the Is guy that the that Da Vinci Code. No, no, the one after that. No, the one. I'm sorry, the prequel to the Da Vinci Code, um, Angels and Demons, Angels and uh, Demons. Right. The the Came guy out that after the Da Vinci Code. Though, yeah, the movie yeah. did. Yeah, um, the 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 guy that was, the guy that blew up the 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 guy that did the whole thing. He was he was the with um, the whipping the villain. No, 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 not not not. That's in the first. That's that's in the Da Vinci Code. And they changed the villain around. In 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 Dan Brown's version of Angels and Demons, the the bad guy was a Hass- an a Hassin. a Hassin? an assassin, but it's like a with an H in front of it. Well, right. the Hashishin was the original. There, there, there you That's go. Thank you. That's what I'm trying from, to say. Yeah. yeah, and they changed it to be some like weird, obscure Eastern Middle Eastern European kind of guy. They, but they were right. the Hashishins were, yeah. and they stayed. Got hell They high. were Turkish. They were they were from Turkey during right. the Crusades, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. anyway, the birthplace of Thanksgiving, Turkey. Yes, <laughs> that was a good one. Thank so. you, Aubrey. So <laughs> hey, um, anytime. So then, so getting back to like the guy, the guy that was the the orchestrator of the Illuminati, all of that, it was all fake. And the guy that did it, he was actually conceived by uh, in the. In the test tube, yeah, in the, the test tube. He was a life. test tube baby by wow. a priest and a nun, and they did not, they did not mess up their vow of chastity. They, 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 they were still chaste. They used science to do it, and they were wanting to incorporate science into the church. And, and he did a one like, no, mom and dad, that's evil, that's ignorant. No, it's a, it's a huh. weird way to include science into Interesting. the church. Interesting. They're going right like for concept. Sex. So instead yeah. of him being like, yeah, mom and dad made me, he was all like, no, I'm a sin. I was I was science. I'm a test tube baby. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. So that's Dan okay. Brown. So okay. test tube babies. Virgin Dan Mary. Brown. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, though, the um, Annunciation story is kind of like an alien artificial insemination kind of thing. The Annunciation story? Yes. the The story of... Angel Gabriel coming to Mary and saying, do you want to be the vessel that holds the Messiah? And she mm. goes, I guess. And then he says, yeah, and to you, you'll now be the vessel that carries the Lord. And she goes, okay. And then she goes to her mom and, and Joseph and goes, hey, guy, hey, I'm pregnant with the Lord's baby. And then, mm. and then he's like, no, you're a whore. And then there was a dream that the Lord sent to Joseph. And he said, okay. I'm the baby daddy. We'll pretend like it's okay. Joseph yeah. was black too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, he's taking care of someone else's baby for sure. To do do. 
Well, if anyone wants to call in to the uh, podcast for murdering and <laughs> cannibal <laughs> procrastination, uh, our number here is 510-859-4173. 510-859-4173. Give us a call. We'll do some on-air harmonies with you. On-air harmony. If you have any questions about killing people or cannibalism, let us know. We'd be happy to answer them for you. Murder tips. Sponsored by Final Corp. If you're murdering, get one of these bags of water and stuff in the dead bodies. Going murdering? Bring your portable blender with you. Or I can draw a map for like Tin Killer in Oklahoma City. Mm, or go. actually, I think it's Midwest City. It's in between Oklahoma. Yeah, because because of the red dirt. The Oklahoma's the red dirt. Is a tin? It would eat away at the tin? Tin Killer. What's the tin? What does tin it's, have to do with I it? I think it's spelled... Or was it T-E-N? I want to say it's... I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't been to Oklahoma in a while. I don't know. Okay. Let me check. It's Let me probably check. that the mud opens and closes in weird ways, and, and bodies weighted correctly might fall down into those oh. cracks and be sealed in the mud, devoured by clay life. Hashtag that clay be, life. That would be the way to do it. Hashtag clay life. Yeah. It's <clears throat> my tattoo. <laughs> clay life representing. Okay. Um. Here we go. Lake. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna Google Chrome this fucker because I'm, I'm lazy. Cool? Uh, I have some lie. Lake Ten Killer in Oklahoma. It's T E N K I L L E R. T E N. Okay. Ten Killer. It's like the number. Yeah. So, so if it's you a got reservoir. If, you know, nine bodies or below, go somewhere else. So Once you get ten, you want to go to Ten Killer Lake. Mm-hmm. Dump them all in there. We got you covered, Oklahoma. The land of murder. I'm, I'm, I'm checking to see how many dead bodies have been found in Lake Tinkiller. These are the stats that our audience has been clamoring for. Well, they these they burning questions the keep me up at night. Oklahoma, out shout out. You know, girls, don't go walking around alone in Tinkiller. That's what my parents told me. I mean, I mean, honestly, don't go to the lake alone by yourself. I think that's a general rule for girls, or in general. I don't know. Okay. Don't uh-huh. go anywhere by yourself and don't go anywhere with a man. Well, you know, I wonder if some of that historical knowledge could use some updating. Like the whole story, you tell your kid like, oh, don't talk to strangers, right? Absolutely. But the thing is, if you don't talk to strangers, then you don't develop skills in how to deal with different kinds of people and personalities exactly. and stuff. So you must talk to strangers. I'm all, I'm all for that. I think oh. helicopter parenting is, is dangerous. Oh, shoot. Another thing just came up, guys. Just because the rotors go so fast. What's up with the clay dirt, though? Okay. You've been baiting us with this clay dirt talk for so long. <sighs> yeah. Okay. One other thing. The, have you guys heard of the Girl Scout murders in the 70s? Is it uh, associated with the clay dirt? N- no, this happened in um, at a Girl Scout camp in um, the seventies, um, and and this guy in where in Oklahoma? In Oklahoma, it's another wow. it's another murder. Huh. Uh, like Oklahoma <laughs> is oh, a good. hotbed of great <laughs> juicy stories. Like, well, I think I think I, every I apologize state. to the families of any of the people that like were related to the because it's still an unsolved I, mystery. They still don't know who did it. I think every state has their own sure. sordid past. Yep. If you want to talk about Massachusetts history. Okay. Take us a couple hours. Okay, couple so days. the clay dirt. Let me say red dirt, Oklahoma. Comes up for that. Well, I'm confused. What are we looking up? I we needed to learn something about the red clay dirt in Oklahoma oh. and how the ten can city lake. Right. <laughs> right. 
So we got the spelling. Okay, Red Dirt Report. Hmm. It's a Red Dirt Report. Okay, here, Red Dirt Report. Um. Oh, it's it's a newspaper. Did you know that some people are addicted to red dirt? People eat dirt. Mm-hmm. They oh, put in their uh, teeth yeah, in the parts of Africa. They like they like have this these cookies that are fucking dirt because there's no food around. They're so whoa in poverty. That's a total bummer story. Again, it's a thank total you. bummer. But well, I was talking about something different than that. That reminded me of eating dirt. That's bad. Thank you. <laughs> what I was thinking Empathy of, and imagination. What it's I was not thinking all, of was, not all I was, rainbows. I knew people like flight attendants who were lived in you know the East Bay, and they would go and they would see red dirt, red clay dirt in California, and they would put it in between their teeth and kind of grind it between yeah. their teeth and suck on it. Really? Because they were addicted to it. Okay. Mm. So, so okay, so let me just put this out there. So, um, you know, like the Trail of Tears, like Oklahoma was, n- was Native American territory. Right. It's where they sent all the... Right. N- the they genocide all the Native Americans and sent them to Oklahoma and were like, well, we'll figure it out later, right? Mm, cool. So, so tribes that came to Oklahoma, they like called it like a cursed land, like the red dirt, or they were like, it's the tears of our people, or like, mm. this is this is later racism about you know like red skinned red dirt. So it kind of comes from that. So um, this is what mm. it says um, about mm. red dirt on Google, driving deep into Oklahoma. I'm sorry, driving deep into central Oklahoma countryside with the veteran Oklahoman photographer Steve Simpson. He looks at the windows of the landscape and the algamation of the sky, field, and cattle, twisted dead trees, the wreckage of home, and the rusting shell of car. Okay, let me just Okay, so red dirt, um, it has different meanings for different tribes. And the, like I told you before, like, the it'll just kind of disintegrate and you've got to like water your foundation like when it gets above 100 degrees you've got it and it gets really dry it sounds like good life advice water it, yeah. you, wa- you know water your foundation mm-hmm. and, and and this is a thing like i'm sure you guys have probably been told this right at some point like if it's hot or hotter than a certain amount you know you don't want to crack your foundation your house is ruined after that i've never heard mm. that before really Okay, yeah. <laughs> not here not here in the sunny california <laughs> so everything's perfect all the time so oh oh yeah oklahoma's you know um also, the other thing is basements are hard to maintain in Oklahoma because of the problem with the um, the red dirt. So, like, other tribes have different things. And also, red clay is a thing in Oklahoma, too. Like, um, they export clay for, for pottery and, like, ceramics. And it might – it's not the same as terracotta, but it's like terracotta clay. Mm. It has, like, sure. a nice kind of pink color to it when it's baked, when it's um, kilned or put in the kiln. Is that baked? Fired okay, when it's fired when it's fired. That ver- yeah, that works. Okay, so we we got the that's the lowdown on the red you. dirt. Okay, thank you. For I, think, I think we've exhausted red dirt. Cool. <laughs> or or it's from all the dead bodies and it's just you know colored it red. I don't think so, but oh yeah, there we are. We could start a hyperloop and go backwards through time and if you want to, but that might be dangerous. I don't know. Would you go back if let's say you had you could go back in time, but you couldn't come. You could only go back, and you'd have to stay there. And then like age again. First yeah. of all, would you do it? And second of all, where would you go, or when would you go? I already know Florence, Italy. Florence, Italy, and I land of murder, death, and usury. And I would stalk Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, you would stalk him? I think he was into the boys. Yeah, no, he was. He was. I would figure out a way to get into his notebook and figure out his mirror writing. Knowing what I know now, I can I can hack his, his, his journals mm. and then steal his shit. Huh. 
that's so what you go I back in do. time and steal yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. That or I'd just stuff. be a groupie and I'd be like his favorite fag hag ever. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> that's cool. Okay. That sounds good. That that or I, or if he didn't like me, then I'd go to Michelangelo, who was also into boys, and I'd go tell him, yeah, Da Vinci, Da Vinci's got you cornered, man. You got to hear this horse he's working on, man. He's working on a really amazing horse. You got to step this shit up at the Sistine Chapel, okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool answer. You'd have to learn Italian. Do scoot. Do scoot. You'd have to learn like an that means, Italian. that means two dollars. That means two dollars in Italian. See. I, I, you know, I have, I have <laughs> well, his, sung his Italian. Mirror writing is literally just mirror writing. Right. So there's no decoding. I have sung Italian, so I know I could get away with them. Esparagadone. Oh, yeah, that's right. That means you dirty man. You could woo him with some opera. I could. I could. Here's hoping he he, he likes opera. <laughs> I hope so. You'd like I mean, to think so. I mean, well, was it even in around then? How I guess it cool! Was. How cool would it be if we went back in time and and like, like it was um the songs were kind of like um like ACDC like they were just as angry you mm. know but we did but just didn't survive just because on the, it was on the liar yeah yeah or like the like liar or whatever like, like what if like the the minstrels and the lyrics and like the fools all of those guys really were like rock stars and and they didn't the music didn't get passed down because because, because it was like yeah because it was like you know the the classic you know maybe da vinci invented headbanging on the liar you know just well you gotta spin it around like a helicopter he had long hair yeah he gave up shaving his face once he 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 was very philosophical about it he said that well nothing in nature gets a haircut so why should i he just never cut his hair again. What do you think of like? <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Like, like laudate dominu, laudate dominu. That's got some rock undertones to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you think about like the monks and um, um. How's that go again? Laudate dominu, laudate dominu, verbum dei. That's Green Day, right? Yesuvi there. It's um, it's it's Greek. It's Greek, and it means, um, like. I'm sorry I've sinned. I'm sorry I've sinned. God forgive me. God forgive me. But hmm. yeah, put that on some beats. Put some religious music on some beats. I, I think a Gregorian chant on some beats would be dope. Could work. Gregorian, like dubstep or something? Yeah. I think this could be a thing. Could be cool. That could be cool. It'd be great to do like um during Lent <laughs> on Good Friday, you Good know, have have a have a dubstep rave, you know, and um and you pass out. Hang on, I need to stop overhead. This could get really weird really fast. <laughs> Did you guys know that originally the Eucharist was actually things like shrooms and hallucinogens? Yeah. Yeah, it All wasn't. Appropriated Santa Claus the, was a shroom it, dealer. It appropriated was, from the pagan right. traditions. And yes. I just wanna, huh? yes. So originally the communion was supposed to be, you know, hallucinogens and all that, but then they appropriated it to be a weird mock blood sacrifice cannibalism. Yeah, because it fits into monotheism way better. It does. It does. And and there's no better way to get a, an entire nation on board and saying, hey, you're suffering now, but you get to go to heaven later. Just suffer in silence. Yeah, I mean, the mind control has constantly been going on. Absolutely. You know? It's the opiate of the oh masses, yeah. oh you yeah. know. Right. Mind control. 
Mind control. Mind control. Mind control. Mind control. Cannibalism. The truth is out there. And murder and imagination. Murder. Keeping it light. Keeping it light today. We're going dark. Saturday the 14th, the day after Friday the 13th. Yeah. It's hot in here. It is. Yes. Very hot in here right now. I appreciate the temperature. It's great. Yes. Empathy and imagination. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being I've here. I enjoyed myself. I want to thank cool. Thank we, you I for enjoyed myself. I want to thank you for taking the time to coming out here and for telling your stories and talking to us. I want to thank our sponsors, Zeist.net, Z-I-C-E-D.net. All tell us. I mean, Ari, should all the technical needs, all your technical and non-technical needs. <laughs> Hardware, software, firmware, networking, troubleshooting, Zeist.net, Zeist Digital. Check us out. Yeah. And Clark Pool and Spa. Yeah, ClarkPoolSpa.com. All of your pool and spa needs, questions, concerns, ideas, theories, ClarkPoolSpa.com. Okay, so Ashley, do you have any... uh, where can they find well, yeah, you? Yeah, where can we find more about you? What's your Instagram, your Facebook? M- my Instagram is miss.applejacks36. And my Twitter, which I just started recently, is also the same. Applejacks 36 Um, Kind of li- spelled like the pony, Applejacks. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Hmm. It was a name given to me by a student. Uh, nice. So short for Ashley Jane. Cool. Right on. Okay. Thank you. And um, check out uh, the my artwork that's going up at um, Taqueria Sanchez in Pinole. Okay. And um, find me on Facebook. My artwork is Ashley Jane Tomagen Artist Page. And it should come up that way. Yeah. Check out my screen prints and my paintings. And um, check come see me out at Toots at the open mic. Yeah. And if there's Toots. anything yeah, else. Yeah. When is the open mic there? It's First um, Monday. Second Monday, second I Monday. Se- second Monday. Second Monday at Toots. They got jams. Yeah, there was some drama before I went on stage. Yeah. A guy lost his com- his guitar. and He got it back. He did get it back. He w- he did. Yeah. It was a good time, though. Oh, shout out to Margaret. Thank you for letting me um, do my stand-up, Margaret. Margaret. And sing. Gotta love Margaret. My favorite, one of my favorite people here Maggie. in Crockett. Yes. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Cool. Shout out Thanks. to Margaret. Shout out to the people. Love everybody. Thank you. That's our show. show. See you next time. Bye bye. AJ out. That was fun. Hopefully, one of many. Yes, thank you. Okay, now can I just. Transferring this or.